Dean, I am feeling fantastic today. Oh. Absolutely fantastic. I don't think I've ever felt better. High praise. That is high praise, because I felt pretty good in my life. Dean, and I feel so good, Dean, because I had... I've been vindicated. I have been cleared of of any misdoings of anyone that didn't like all of my rants. And I'm going to play you a clip from our friend's Will Fox Vacations YouTube stream. Coming in 2024. Yes, there, there will be. Uh, right now, we're approaching um, different companies that have worked on the movie to get more assets, some more images and stuff like that. Because from Gandalf, as a few people pointed out, there's maybe some details that weren't there. And that's because of the lack of um, pictures and 3D files from the actual studio. And when we asked them about it, it's just because the movie was filmed in like the 90s and released in the 2000s and they digitalized everything. Going mm. straight. I feel oh vindicated. I wow. feel like total vindication, right? Because yeah. that's all we want. Right? We want accurate figures. We want we want them to go and get the proper source materials. It seemed like they didn't do it for Gandalf, and now. Going forward, they're going to do it. I'm very excited. What do you think about this, Marco? I just hope, you know, the detail on the pants, that's what everyone's asking for. That's really what the 1-6 game needs. And so if Inart's going to be a real contender, you've got to get the detail like, on the pants right. There's one guy right? in South Texas that keeps asking <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> one particular guy. <laughs> no, that's, it's cool to hear him admit. You know, obviously I've said I didn't really care about the pants, but I didn't get the figure. So it was not yeah. a big deal to me. But if they're going to, you know, put their hat on, providing the best details, then that's, that's a good step in the right direction. Yeah, I'm even a bit more encouraged because of uh, an accessory that we'll talk about later. Maybe we'll get a, a extra set of pants from Inart sometime in the future. That's yeah, just speculation. <laughs> um, you know, Inart's still relatively new to the 1-6 the game. Um, not collectibles, so I'm not giving them the totals pass here, but they're still learning. And you know they're willing to admit hey we got something wrong and we're fixing those issues moving forward that's always good to hear yeah right so i i think that's you know a step in the right direction and you're right vindication so good good job zach thank you thank you anyone else anyone else i mean i still feel like my relationship with inert right now is a bit of a bad one like they give you really? a little bit of love they talk to you nice and slowly like they care about you and then things still go sideways and people feel a little upset about it for a little while and then they come back and they're like no no it's okay everything's going to be fine here's the plan and then yeah. that plan changes a little bit and you feel a little abused again it's like it's a bit of a roller coaster for me still but i do like john i like his personality i do think he communicates well uh, and i think he means well so from what i saw there uh, and from watching the will show there uh, earlier today i'm pretty excited legolas uh, would be the one that i'd want from uh, lord of the rings if i was going to pick one up he was always my favorite <laughs> If you, you think, if you feel scorned now, just wait until your fifteen hundred dollar J and D Joker arrives. Oh, I cannot I wait to hear your thoughts. I've I've wow. gambled a lot of money there. You hate to see it. Wow. <laughs> if you feel scorned now, wait until someone thinks that you're making a fake profile of them and yells oh at you and streams you. <laughs> oh That's my. scorn. What do you think, Eddie? What do you think about all this? This pants and this accuracy That's cool, man. and these files. I would if I would love. For them to make these pants and send them to you Bro, first. I feel like please, you need John. Please, need John. these pants, and want, you need to decide. You need to decide who gets the other pants. 
Like, all those go in a museum. They need to all send. He needs to send them all to you, and you delegate where it goes in the community. <laughs> well, yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you can be you can be the the king like the of pants the pants. Are. Yeah. <laughs> no soup for you. But where no does it stop though? Because are, are they going to give us the last page of the book now too? Like, what's when does it stop? That's a, that's that fucking bad idea, Marco. I mean, if they're making extra accessories for Ganov in our if you're, if you're listening, which I know you're not. Send me a message. I got some ideas. We can make the Red Dragon firework. We can do so many things. This is dangerous and cool at the same time. It is dangerous. It's very dangerous. I'm just hoping by the time mine shifts, those pants are in there, so. Okay, you fucking. (laughs) Wow. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought in a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey uh, Lockett, the artillery car. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big pip. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Marco. Well early there. I'm Ben. I'm Eddie. Badfish. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's the weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank everyone out there in TV lands, the YouTube studio audience, wherever you're catching us on the replay. Shout out to you. Also, shout out Collector Zone uh, for our affiliate link or code, whatever it is. But also, Zach, you know, I got to say. Wow. I fucking love our intro so much, dude. It's, I was, okay, I was it hits that. on so many levels. <laughs> Cause like the sweet angel thing, like how we call like our audience members sweet angels. Uh huh. Shout out to Manny. The Anakin, like, are you an angel? Like, uh-huh. it's such a deep cut, and like, it, like there's so many little things about it that are so good that you know there are times where Zach and I may have like a disagreement about something, and it's like, it's often. man, like yeah, pretty much every every day, and I'm like, fuck, like. I got a fucking stream tonight. Like, you know, sometimes you're not in the mood, right? But we got to put on a show. But the second that intro hits, dude, I'm like, bro, fuck yes. Let's fucking suck today's dick, dude. Dean, speaking of sucking dick, is that what you had to do to the internet guy? Because your internet bro. is look better. You're I'm going to talk, <laughs> talk about that later when we get to the movie of the week. Because, dear God, uh, what a fucking pain in the ass that's been. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, let's get on with the show. Wow. I was going to say as well, like, the fact that PewDiePie had done our intro wild. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, you couldn't pay for, yeah, you pay for that. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's not AI, by the way, for those that are new. Oh, yeah, no, that's 100% um, real. We got Toy Mafia, Sam Gist, uh, Mega Color, 100% Too Much, Thor Gaming, 12-inch Moose Stream, Thor uh, Gaming, Toy Mafia, Trevor Weed, 
Tim Harvey, some guy. What's up, my favorite peoples? Uh, Lex loves balls. Wow, so do we. There we go. I got, got two huge ones. Uh, Jason Nelson, Cam Pilex, Six Gun Figs. I actually have a shout out for him in a bit. Uh, King Dingling, uh, Caffeinated Comic Fan, Nick's Collectibles. Sam says, this is the first time I've paired this show on my TV. You guys are making your Hollywood debut at the Gist House. Hopefully you're enjoying nice. us in full 1080p. Uh, Sith Scale Collector, what's up, CW fam? Uh, let's see here. Ba -ba -ba -ba. DJ uh, Thomas, uh, Sean, Eddie, Money, Mendez. Uh, boys, we have a great show tonight. We actually had nothing to talk about until like two days ago. And now we have everything. We had to like not talk about some things because of the number of things we now have to talk about. Did but we get any Star Trek on there? I'm just just curious, asking for a friend. Uh, How dare you! I think the last Star Trek we had was uh, Jordy LaForge, Lavar Burton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're good then. We're up to date. Dean, no Star Trek a, or Sonic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Dean, we have a very special segment that we start off all of our best shows with. Yeah. You guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? I got something very beautiful in the mail from a sweet angel. Oilers Workshop. Love that guy. What a fucking great guy, by the way. Um, I was... Oh, is he? Oh, there he is. Yeah. Um, he's probably been wondering <laughs> why I haven't talked about this yet, because I just got it. Um, I get mail at my mom's house because my shit kept getting stolen, so I just get everything over there. And, they were um, shipping too many boxes with like Wolverine on the, on the side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, you know. Show what? us what you got. <laughs> big You're the one interrupting me with your fucking little back hilarious thing. banter. How dare no, you? No, how dare you? Um, but he's. I was gushing the other day because I was getting in the Four Horsemen, and he had uh, this figure. He was not really interested in, but he was unboxing it for his channel. Oh, go watch it. By the way, it's fantastic. Um. It's, it was part of a two-pack uh, exclusive. Um, I forget the guy's name, but it's Soul based man. on... <laughs> it's um, There was a two-pack of this and a Cosmic Legions figure that is based on one of the guys that runs the like their YouTube or their uh, Facebook groups. Or someone could correct me in the, in the chat. Um, but it's a it's an exclusive uh mythic legions figure you can only get in the two pack and uh it's fucking sweet and it comes with all these accessories i still got them in the bags um like a staff some swords sickles pouches i like the pouches this cool little cape thing um i forget the name of it but apparently like his like part-time job or i guess his like real day job is like a, a landscaper or something so there's like green oh, armor i don't know if he's a mexican guy but uh there's like green armor and like um yeah apparently that's supposed to reference that i was i watched a couple of reviews and uh it's cool so i have this guy now and he's gonna go good my other skeleton knight and i hope in the army build a couple couple of these dudes so nice. it's fucking sweet it's a really well done figure um i don't have a lot of mythic legion so this is cool to add to the shelf and should be getting a bunch more now that the pre-orders are coming down 
There were some scaled figures that were from the, yeah, the battle axe, the battle axe game uh, from like the old Sega Genesis back in the day there. And I don't know if they're still available, but they may pay a role as, as well. If you're oh, like a skeleton army. Yeah. I think Lane gave some of those away for, mm-hmm. on small talk. Some cool yeah, ones. Yeah. yeah. Skeletons are always cool. I always think of, um, uh, what's that old claymation movie? Uh, that's, uh, where he fights all exactly the skeletons. Oh, Jason Christmas? and the Argonauts? Yeah. Jason and the Argonauts? Yeah. Yeah, it's super <laughs> cool. KJ Smith says, based on Walter, who started slash runs the official Legion's Facebook page, The Cabal, uh, Euler says his name is Walter Hagen. They named the figures Waltor the Mad. Yeah. That's like a Mexican Fucking name. Sweet. Cool. Uh, ben, what did you get into this week? So, I, uh, I finally, in, after 36 years of life, watched The Crow. And it's weird to me because I pride myself on being one of those people who has seen most like movies, especially the ones that get like the most, most attention. I, 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 I try and watch as much as I can. This was one that people have told me for years I should watch. And because I couldn't find it available just easily through streaming, I just like never got to it. I think it was actually Sam Gist and uh, uh, low-key collector Calvin recently that were like, guy, you got to watch this movie, right? And so I put it on as our movie of the week for this week. And I won't dive into the thoughts on the movie quite yet. But the bigger I went out and bought the very next day. I'd seen it at my local comic book shop a couple times. And I always thought it looked really cool. Um, Gare Bear with wow. a $25 super Gare chat. Bear. Holy oh, crap, God, dude. Thank you. Sorry. I love the, the show. Good. Thanks for coming out, buddy. That, what thank guy, you for Gare that. Bear. That's really, guy. really thank generous you. of you. Um, yeah, so I, I'd seen this figure a couple times in my local shop, but I didn't want to buy it until I'd seen the movie. Cause like, what if I didn't like it? Right? Well, obviously I've enjoyed the film because I immediately went out the next day and got a good deal on this guy, put him in the collection, had some fun posing it. Uh, and then diving a little bit more into the history of Brandon Lee and like what happened on the set of the film and Terrible. kind of the, all, yeah, all the, all the, the stuff surrounding it. So definitely a tragic tale, both for the actor, but also the film uh, hit me in a couple ways that I'm excited to share with you guys uh, later in the show. So, uh, but love the figure. Um, I hate the jacket that this guy comes with horrible material, horrible. So I immediately took it off, but considering it's a sideshow figure, the body on it is actually really impressive. Uh, and it holds well, no problem in this kind of walking uh, pose uh, with his bullet handhold uh, uh, held out. So yeah, I like it. I like it. Wow. It, was, it was fun. Took you 36 minutes to uh, watch the film, and or 36 years, then 36 minutes to buy the figure. So well, pretty much, yeah, right? So, I, know, I, I know you were like on the edge, and we're like, bro, please watch. The I really wanted first. to treat myself. I just wanted to treat myself, and I was like, I freaking like that movie. Okay, I'm going to buy it. Screw it. But, <laughs> so. Yeah, Ben put in one of the chats. He's like, I like the film. We're like, we fucking know you went out and bought it right away. So. I've yeah, done yeah, that. Ben. I told the so story. Don't. Uh, yeah, I've, I've done that. I've convinced myself many times. Uh, and you got a PS3 game as well. Yeah. So okay. So uh, for any of you guys who have recently seen to Canada, there, right? For any of you guys who've recently maybe seen my collection tour, I did a uh, on the Ben Thomas show. I did a collection tour 2024, and in that video, I show some of my favorite PS2 games, my favorite PS. Uh, three games, some of my N64 games and that kind of stuff, stuff that like I've personally wanted to collect over the years and, and still go back to and play. I got it. I had to share this with you guys because last night I randomly went to this market mall uh, here in Calgary and this game has been on like the kind of the, some of the top 10 lists of best superhero video games of all time. But from my recollection, it was only made available in Japan. And so when it came out, it like sold out immediately and became super, super rare to find. 
there was this one, there was an Iron Man, there was a Hulk game, and there was a Thor game. I had the Hulk, I had the Thor, I already had the Iron Man. All I needed to do to complete my quest of these video games was find this freaking game. And guys, I'm not kidding, I've been looking for this thing for two and a half years. I randomly go into this mall last night and I'm walking past this booth and sure enough there's a DTOF display in the front of this store with this game propped up in it for 40 bucks Canadian and I was like quest complete <laughs> quest complete wow. it felt so good it felt so good so I, not only did I want to share it with you guys I haven't even played it yet the game might even be horrible I have no idea I have not had a chance yeah. to actually play this game but my question for you guys which was going to be the cold open was have you guys ever had that feeling of like quest complete when it comes to a collectible because for me now I, I I'm just not looking for this anymore like that's that's just one green check mark in the collection made me feel good can I, I ask a question Ben what's a market mall is it's, that like it's a basic, Canada specific thing? Hot, maybe it's it's basically like. Do you guys ever go to like um, like farmers markets where there's like little booths everywhere and you can kind of go walk booth to booth and it's usually yeah, a, an independent business owner that has their own their own shop within a big shop. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, kind of like it. that, okay. but it's in the size of a mall. So it's the mall is literally called Market Mall for that reason. Oh, very cool. Okay, sorry mm-hmm. to sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, uh, Zach. You were saying something. Not entirely similar, but not entirely dissimilar. Um, I had this Lego set, and one of the pieces had broken, and I needed to replace it. It was like an older set, and, and some of the I've talked about this on the show before. Some of the brown bricks they get very like fragile, uh, it's like part of the dye that they use or something like that. And I went to this bricks and minifigs, and the way this store works, they just have like tubs of Lego, and you just have to sort through them like you're digging for fucking diamonds. And it was like a rare piece, like, you know, this piece was like only in two sets, you know, obviously one of them being the set that I had. And I was basically, I told Patrice, like, we might be here for a while because, like, I'm not spending, like, 15 bucks to buy this fucking piece online. Walked to the table. It was literally sitting right on top of the pile of bricks. Just bloop. It was, it was like, in and out, five seconds. It was fantastic. The guy, the guy didn't even charge me for the piece. He's like, I'm not going to ring you up for one brick. Um, yeah, I have a... I have an interesting story of quest complete. Um, uh, I think we took you guys to alien worlds when you guys were here and not so much anymore, but back in the day, they used to have like tubs of like used figures. They're still there, but no one ever like sell shit there. So it's like, it's pretty dry. But one day I walked in and I don't know what possessed me to look in the tubs but I opened the tub and they had every single Mass Effect 2 figure. I don't even remember the company that made them, but they were like a really limited like run of figures. And like pretty much if you didn't pre-order them, you didn't, you couldn't find them anywhere. And so I just never owned them. And I opened the tub and they had every single one in a bag complete with whatever gun they had come with and like the little stand for like 15 bucks each. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> I, I fucking grabbed them all. And, um, yeah, it was like a quick, uh, how many characters is that? It, it was, it ended up being like, like a hundred something bucks just cause it was so many characters. And, uh, yeah, it was like, Holy shit. Like I didn't, I didn't think I would own them cause they were like 70, 80 bucks, like in package. And I was like, I'm not buying all these. Like, for that much like they're not that good of figures but 15 bucks a pop hell yeah dude nice. so that was that was badass especially mass effect shout out to mass effect maybe the best video game trilogy ever 
Honestly. It's hard to argue. I Such love Mass Effect. Mass Effect 2. Still. For as awful yeah, as it too. ends, it's so fucking good, too. It's all about the journey. It's all about the Yeah, journey. it really is. Yeah, I mean, 99.8% of that game is so flawless. Like, the trilogy, it's the end with how bad it is still doesn't, like, deter you from taking that journey. It's fucking so good. Absolutely. So, so for me, the mission complete uh, moment was when I finally got the Jordan Space Jam 11s. That's as a kid, I always, always wanted those. And then they, they did another, I don't know how many times they've reissued, but finally was able to get the Space Jam 11s. The packaging was amazing. It was all Space Jam themed. Um, I think that it had a different number on the back um, than the original version. So that like, it's very unique to this particular one, but was just so happy to open it up, wear them one time, and then that was it. I think they're on ice for, for the rest of the time. Nice. I don't, ha- I don't have one, so. <laughs> you still questing? Not everything you're, from Batman Forever is out yet. Uh, you're There's never stuff I want. Sh- <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Dean. Oh, no, you go, you go on. There's stuff I want, but, like, are they mission complete stuff? Like, I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't have that, like, complete thing to me. Like, I don't know. That's fair. I was going to ask Marco if he's really never going to wear those shoes again. It'd have to be a really special occasion, and I just haven't, you know, had an occasion that special. He's like, I already got married. That was good. So not going to happen, right? (laughs) Uh, King wants to know if you got the white with black trim Concord. Let's see. The white with the, if he's talking about specifically the Concords, then yes, I do have those as well. Around the same time, they started doing the 11 reissues. The gray are the only ones. The cool gray are the ones that I'm missing, that I missed out on. Wow. What about you, Batfish? Uh, yeah, just, I guess, a, like, um, a small one. Just the retro collection. Um, uh, what's his dang name? The dude with the tiger vest, with the lion vest in Spider-Man. Oh, uh, Craven? Craven. I, 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 People hate that figure. I fucking love it. I, I basically so fun. thought I was going to have to play way over retail, and I went across the street, and they had two, they had two or three of them. Nice. Uh, the nice. game stop over there. Yeah, so that was a recent one, like sometime last year. So yeah, nice. It was a nice Very one. Very cool. Eddie, you had a uh, another banger week. Let's see what you got this week. Yeah. Jesus. So let's start with the Midas. I the Midas I had pre-ordered. I think back in October. It was during one of Sideshow's like thirty-five percent off deals thing, and then it was free shipping and. I might have used points on it. I don't remember, but it I had it sitting in my orders like paying monthly and I got when I got paid this month I just finally paid that off. So that is a super nice Iron Man figure. Um so I love beautiful. it. So it's really cool. And I think it's going to be sick next to the new Mark II. And then now now Zach, it makes me want that blue one even more, dude. I keep looking at that <laughs> Bro, damn blue one, man. Same. So same. I think all those like like one color specific would look sick together. So I I'm kind of looking at that. But then uh, I went to Frankenstein's on Saturday, um, and hit up the guys that I that I work with, and because I had some credit at that booth, and I was able to pick up the Mark One finally, the, the the new diecast one. So it's a really cool figure, like really cool. I haven't tested the the like turbine on the back yet, but. Um, it's still cool without it, man. And like, uh, it, it, 
like he didn't do a lot of dynamic stuff in the movie so you can't really do a lot but because his head bends all the way back like that i thought oh it'd be cool to make him look like he's kind of taken off at that at when, he, when he i like it jets off but it's pretty cool um i was gonna say something and I the scale what maybe i was gonna say oh i tried to get the mark three but they wouldn't let me use credit on the mark three because it's selling so well that it's like yeah. the guy's like look i could sell that figure for like 600 bucks and i was like all right fine so i did the mark one instead and then i put the rest of my credit on the mark two so i have that on order so once it comes in i'll have that but yeah, i'm happy that i that i'm gonna finally have like i just need to find the three but i'll finally have like all the figures from the first uh movie or at least all the ones that i care to have how many figures are you up to now eddie because you've been you've been hitting hard figures hard for a while yeah too too hard i think i finished off the year too much uh i'm almost at 30 nice or that's maybe good... 35 somewhere around pretty there. Pretty, to get there you were pretty pretty back to zero pretty close there right? or at least you had a couple but... yeah i have i've always had like four or five um yeah. that i would never sell and so i got like 30 figures in the last like damn three or four months gonna need a collection tour here soon buddy yeah it's one picture dude (laughs) (laughs) that's why i never do a tour because it's like i only have two cases so but there you go uh sam says does anyone ever uh think about getting the iron man armory to display theirs i want to get them i i'm gonna get them at some point because i plan on having the one through seven so i'll definitely have to i think you can get them on certain sites still actually so. i think pop culture still has them they've got everything but see the site marco come on we'll keep we'll keep saying that but i will say <laughs> there's been a lot of speculation they may just do a 2.0 right because these figures are so much larger That's now true. Yeah. so you could probably wait and they'll, they'll do it eventually there you yeah. go uh i had a pretty good news this week um so on the left shout out to fordo and um, Six Guns Figs, um, they both sent me a bunch of uh, figures. Uh, we did a little bit of a listener packaging unboxing uh, yesterday. Very cool of them. And then on the right, um, I wanted to treat myself. I think, oops, I think we had a pretty significant milestone. And um, this is a comic that I picked up a few copies of, and I just haven't, haven't really had the time or like the energy to get them graded and i guess you know because they were so readily available and i think danny had mentioned like these books typically grade very well so like most of them came out as 9.8s uh so the price was really cheap uh, and i was able to get this with the custom label i think it was like 45 dollars ship maybe it was like 55 dollars ship but it was a oh, really nice. good price and it was just like a nice little way to um i don't know a little pat on the back for uh, episode 300 of cw and um initially i wasn't going to do the custom lab- label route but um this one actually ended up being cheaper than the ones without it and it'll match um the book that i got from cuervo uh which also uh has that same label so uh nothing nothing too crazy as far as like one six scale stuff i did um also order the mezco spider-man to unbox uh so that will likely be um that'll likely be um what is it uh hopefully in by monday i'm not quite sure i think it was just barely picked up so um that is that and uh yeah the figures like i said if you want to see what we what we got yesterday those are uh a part of the live unboxing that's a badass slab dude 
It's fucking crispy. That's fucking and it's nice sweet. and like shiny. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, there we go. Uh, let's get into the news. So Hot Toys. Padme. Oh, I guess my new this week didn't make it. Oh, what was it? I didn't know they were going to make it this week. What was it? Son of a. You do hate to see it. It was the uh, Days of Future Past Wolverine. Oh. Hang on. I sent it to you in the chat just in case. Wow. Okay. Hang on. Let me. Hang on. Let's let's pull it up. It is what I get for saying I'm, I probably wasn't going to show, but you know. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I did remi- I did ask you to remind me of uh, some things, but it's, uh, it's all your fault, pretty much. Uh, oh yeah, you did actually. Sorry, you had Wanda and uh, Days of Future Past here. Let's do this. Uh, it looks like the Baracho from uh, <laughs> Loteria. But <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I will say like the body is pretty small on it, right? Like they they do give you the padding around the arms. Um, but yeah, the body that they use, not the best. It's still a really dope figure, though. And the seamless forearms, you guys are right. We're, it took a lot to get off. Then you were fucking the guy that works at the taco truck. <laughs> oh my god! Did you think you were gonna snap the arm like in half when you did yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. It the first awful. one came off pretty, guys, pretty smooth, and the next one was. We need the clip, oh my guys. Orale, the... <laughs> the Mexican Wolverine. Oh, <laughs> He's saying funny. solid, solid. So yeah, that's nice funny. figure. Um, yeah, just a little disappointing, but overall a lot of redeeming qualities. Um, and then the, I got the deluxe version. I used the base for Wanda. So basically I just turned around the base. And so that's the other picture that's there, Zach, if you wouldn't mind. Um, yes, and uh, yeah, so I think it's like a pretty good multi-purpose base, honestly, as I was hoping. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned, I kind of wished Hot Toys didn't include the nameplates or had them easily detachable. I thought this worked yeah. pretty well. So uh, really happy overall with uh, with the purchase. But like I said, just slightly slightly disappointing. <laughs> did, uh, did you use any like rewards points or anything like that? No, I, you know, I got him from off the racks. And so, you know, there's a, the built-in discount already from getting him there. So, oh, yeah. so you, you got some money off. Look oh yeah, this. I always get money. I don't order wow. figures now without getting money. I just money saved off. myself 150 bucks. <laughs> wow! <I> oh just... <laughs> no! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Here we go. Bastoni says, "I'm a Marvel normie. I usually dabble with most Japanese heroes since I'm from Indonesia. What would your recommendation be for a first Hot Toys? I really enjoy Spider-Man the most. Ooh. So Hot Toys just um, released." Uh, the pre-orders it depends if you like the video games but they just released pre-orders for the um symbiote suit spider-man and then they also released the classic suit 2.0 by hot toys uh so if you like the video games i would go with that hot toys did also release the uh, amazing spider-man the uh it's sort of like a hybrid comic figure it is very expensive so i probably wouldn't recommend that uh, other figures, it really depends on what your favorite Spider-Man is, but they have the um, the No Way Home, uh, Toby and Andrew Garfield, and um, what the fuck is his name? Tom Holland. Those are all coming out or have come out or are coming out very soon. So that is what I would recommend. But it, again, it really depends on what your preference is for live action, comic, or video games. But uh, thanks for watching all the way from... Uh, indonesia love that yeah i would also suggest maybe um the hono studios wolverine at a how much was it 160 bucks yeah 165 170 that's not bad i mean it's 150 bucks it's a pre-order but i mean that's a pretty solid uh like entrance figure into into the 
I mean, it is technically a Hot Toys, so um, that could be cool. Yeah, the one thing that you'll you'll have to know as like a Marvel normie is like very rarely are these figures out within a year. So like, you know, you'll buy something and you might wait a year or two. So if you want to go with something in stock, yeah. I would definitely look for like some used Spider-Man figures. They do have the 1.0 or the classic suit Spider-Man, for, which is also from the first game. Those you can find them pretty cheap here in America. So uh, I would recommend that, and uh, that way you're not waiting two years, and maybe by then you're not even interested anymore. So, just a little bit of uh, advice there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's um, let's get into the news. We have Hot Toys. My apologies, Marco. We have Hot Toys, Padme blogger photos. I maybe just have one small complaint, but I think this figure is otherwise fucking. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. This is fucking bonkers. I love the boardroom. I, I haven't really seen... Um, I was so busy just working on different things for the show today. I didn't really see a lot of what the community was saying about this, but I really genuinely like everything about this. I think maybe the bust is a bit small. I have to go back and watch, but 13-year-old me analyzed the Wait bust a quite a You're bit. You're talking about her chest? Yes. You think wow. it's it's you think it's too big? No, I just I can't wait too... to hear the hater comments. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that you're I... saying her, her tits are too small. <laughs> I mean, she looks kind of flat chested in most of these photos. Like that's the only complaint. She had some bazingas. She's in the movie. pretty flat chested, bro. Uh, oh. Come on, <laughs> Eddie, bring up a reference image. Here we go. She Show is... the receipts. Padme chest. She's a good at wearing padded bras or <laughs> push-up bras. Wow. Yeah. But There's no be... bras in space. You know what? Actually, maybe wow. Eddie's right. You're right. Eddie, I'm giving you a point. Maybe she is a little... Yeah. I, yes! I don't think so. I just looked. Yeah, here we go. Maybe Eddie's right. Maybe maybe then I have no complaints. Maybe it's, it's just because... Maybe it's because the tummy's showing. You're used to that image in your head. That it I mean, kinda... to be honest, I just looked at the backside for most of my youth, so... Um, <laughs> that inference well, just of the said, arena... You just said you analyzed... Every frame. You said, you said the chest reader, but that's fine. Every frame. Um, uh, let me get these points up here. <laughs> what do you guys think? Zach uh, yeah. made himself a man. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think this came out way better than I was anticipating, actually. Um, I like it. I can't wait to add it to the collection. Um, I think it looks great. I think Padme is such a great character. I like the little, um, Padme? The... Sorry, continue. Put a few too many, uh, anyways. Add a little. Oh, Padme. Yes, I always Padme. Say Padme. I always say Padme. Um, Paul Patine. Okay, you Mall. you say Paul Patine. I do. <laughs> Paul, like P A. Was that Zach? I thought that was. Paul. I thought that was uh, John that used to say that. Paul. No, it was me. I can't talk. Um, yeah, I think this is fantastic. I like the little the cloak that they include. Um, you never see it with the hood up, but you do see the hood up in the Clone Wars. So I thought that was a cool inclusion. Um, I think it might be a different color cloak, but it's the same fucking thing. Um, yeah, I like it. I like the pistol, that chromey look it's got. I love it. I think this is cool. <laughs> Expert analysis. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. for me, this one is, um, yeah, it's a nice looking figure. I don't really have complaints, but in a year where there's going to be okay, so ben. much heat dropping, <laughs> wow. it just wow. feels like... You. It just feels like a whatever release. Now, I understand there's people that are really hyped, that love this character, that love this film, but I'm just kind of thinking ahead to all the other heat that's dropping. 
and really glad that this is one that I'm completely passing on because yeah, it just does nothing for me, honestly. What in particular is like the heat that you're looking forward to? Oh, so you, we're going to have the 89 Batmobile from Hot Toys that's coming. We've got the Dewback coming this year. Um, the Batman from InArt is dropping. Aragorn yeah, from InArt, possibly. So like a lot of high dollar items sure. that you've really got to be prepared for. So that's just to name a few. There's a there's a bunch more. Yeah. I mean, for as long as I've been collecting, though, people have been saying, where's where's Padme? When are we going to get a Padme? Right. And so literally, literally. I, Episode two yeah. of this show, I think, was yeah. called Where is Padme? For as long as I've been collecting, it's, it's the only thing. So I feel relieved when I opened my Facebook this week and saw that she was actually finally out. And I would actually say that I thought that the likeness here to Natalie Portman is better with the final than it was on the prototype. I thought the prototype still needed a little bit of work from certain angles. And when I clicked through every photo on the blogger, I thought all of them looked really strong uh, in terms of likeness. I'm, I think I'm more impressed with the final result than I was initially with the prototype. My iconic imagery for her does have her kind of tummy or midriff showing. So like, I also wonder if we'll see an exclusive version of this character now in a month or two, what is the SDCC is coming up? Is that, could that be an SDCC exclusive? I'd be curious about that. Um, but otherwise I think she looks great. I think the price seems uh, reasonable for what you're getting here. I like that you get new accessories that we haven't seen with other characters before. Uh, everybody wanted a Natalie Portman or Padme in their collection who wanted this character. So for those folks who get her, uh, good for you. This isn't one that I'm going to bring to my collection, full transparency. Uh, I think she looks awesome and I like Natalie Portman, but I just don't collect from that era of Star Wars, uh, at least at this point. Uh, there's two, Like Marco said, there's just so many other things that give me the nostalgic punch in the chest. And while I loved her in these films, uh, if I was going to get any of her uh, likeness versions, I think it probably would have been the Queen Amidala version from Phantom Menace. I That to oh, me really yeah. stands out uh, f just as my nostalgia again uh, for, for her appearances. So she's cool, but it'll be a skip for me. But I'm happy she turned out great. I think this is a fantastic looking figure. Um, I can't wait to get it in my. Did you say fantastic or fantastic? You son of a bitch! I didn't. I, I didn't like. I how heard fantastic. Like <laughs> how come he can it? say it? So it's a only Canadian drop. One of the hardest <laughs> figures I've ever heard today. It made me genuinely uncomfortable. He could say <laughs> when he did okay, his. my bad figure. <laughs> Whoa! Minus a point. all his points. What was that? Dude, that deserves five points. That deserves five points. Where's the what did he say? May have been. What did he say? I can't believe that was incredible. Eddie. I I'm wish Gibbs were still a <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether to cancel him or promote him, dude. I <laughs> the show five points Jesus. for this. I love five points uh, for that. I love this Padme. Uh, I pre-ordered it the second that it finally went up for pre-order, because it was sitting in the in the um, what do we used to call that the. <laughs> Where it would sit for the teased but never released. The graveyard? The graveyard. The coming yeah. soon. Yeah, the graveyard. We haven't talked about the graveyard yet. I think that needs to be a uh, topic of the show. We should of, go back and look at the, the show, graveyard. But anyway, like I'm, I'm happy that she's releasing soon. I have it on pre-order with Sideshow. I don't know if I'll keep the Sideshow pre-order or if I'll cancel and go to like another shop. I've been doing that lately. 
like just to secure i order with sideshow and then if i find a better deal i'll order take it somewhere else but um yeah i i love it i think it looks great for me like it's not a nitpick or anything but like the the pants look a little baggy but that'll help with posing posing you can always tuck them into the boots too yeah i just feel like the suit was real tight you know (laughs) tiger so nice um yeah go ahead what you bad fish yeah, actually, I was going to say the the upper part of the suit, they really did well with the look of that, like, tight look. The way it shapes her her uh, her figure, I guess, is the best way to put it. But the, the pants look a little baggy on the right, but they look fine in the pose on the left. But, uh, yeah, this is... I assume you're getting the Anakin, Eddie, to go with this? Yeah, I have it on order, too. So. Yeah, you I, kinda, I don't, you I don't have to, Anakin. right, Bad Fish? I think they got to be a pair. And, yeah, this is... a a sweet pairing i i'd really like to get them both so yeah this is uh i th- i agree with zach i like the portrait almost there's what was the first picture where it was a little off kind of um maybe the next eh. that one on the right's a little but on the left it's like bang on so it's a little weird how uh i feel like those are a little different but either way definitely uh uh, a banger figure it looks it looks amazing and i love the little the gun uh i love that like i've always liked that weapon for some reason yeah um going from i think one of hot toys better releases to in my opinion i think one of their not as good ones uh we have commander fox and i still maintain that this absolutely should have been a phase two commander fox i, I don't understand why the fuck they made it phase one um it, yeah it just doesn't fit in with i think anything really that they've made certainly doesn't fit in with the clone shock troopers that they've made and then they try to like have the blogger photo with the ahsoka that i want to say is the season seven ahsoka if i'm not mistaken yeah um it it which again for a lot of reasons doesn't make sense either but um it, it just doesn't look i mean it looks fine it's just another clone figure and you know they know how to make clone figures but terrible i said this the second we saw it live terrible that they made this phase one and not the more iconic phase two yeah um and this is a it's no fault of well i don't want to say it's not hot toys fault because the blogger didn't have to like include these figures with this one but like you said it doesn't really go with anything else except maybe like the phase one helmets on the 501st troopers which also doesn't make sense because it's not his troop but yeah, like this this Ahsoka is after he hunts her in like season six and he's already and in his phase two leave. armor. Yeah. Right. Um <laughs> it's very weird. Um yeah, it it doesn't go with anything because the you don't get phase one uh um what are the what are the uh, red troopers calls? Shock troopers, shock troopers, yeah. Uh, Coruscant guard troopers, yeah. Um, so yeah, just a weird figure. Um, I love Commander Fox. I think he's fucking awesome. I, I in fact, my first custom clone trooper was a Phase Two Fox. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it, for a character I really wanted. This wasn't it. So yeah, it's a. I mean, it's cool. It's a trooper. It's going to be cool. It's going to pose up really nice. It just 
doesn't really have a place on the shelf unless you're a clone trooper collector like i could futz this in in a shelf with a bunch of old sideshow stuff but yeah it's just weird i didn't realize that i was moved i was busy talking to ben in the comments wow. that's i blame the under Canadian. the bus again. To ben on the show <laughs> 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 uh this is sick dude uh i i sold my clones we all know this this is not news but uh, i i want the the uh captains and commanders back again but i don't know man i i don't know what i'm gonna do with my clone collection because like I keep thinking, do I go back to Black Series? I get some Hot Toys, just the the main like named characters. So maybe I'll try to pick this up because I think it does look really good. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I am I am upset. Someone mentioned the Phase One uh, Shock Trooper to go with these. I wish every single one of these came with a Phase One and Phase Two helmet. Like just, just it's just seems cool that way. Like you could pick. Uh, even though, like, maybe some of their armor might be different once they became Phase 2. I don't know. I'm not that, like, uh, into the details on that kind of stuff. But it's cool. I like it. We'll see. Yeah, the uh, the only things I can think this actually would go with is the new Rex that has the Phase 1. And then if yeah, they the even met each show. other, I don't remember. And then um, the Shinies had the Phase 1 helmet, right? The... The yeah, clean they troopers. Did. They had the phase so that would be two. the only other one that they would go with. If if you're if that's like, I I do definitely agree with the arguments, but I also agree with Eddie. This looks badass, and I have it on order. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I clones. I just love clones. I don't know and, if I like that one, to be honest. Sorry, I don't care. If, I don't care what uh, what that if it's necessarily correct for a scene or something. I'll just have them with a bunch of clones anyways, so yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's really cool looking, and they did good with the weathering and the design on him is really neat. So and the uh, the was it comma the thing around his yeah little yeah so oh I I'm grabbing it so <laughs> yeah it looks nice enough, but it's not a character that I'm really familiar with, and so I really couldn't comment on the design. But clones are always cool looking, but normally not for me at a, at a certain point unless it's like a a big named one, which to me this is not. So, same for Whoa. same for me. It's one of my favorite reasons what? about what 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 did you, what did you Fox say? is not a big name. It's kind of for like me, but I'm a casual. Though. Though. I will, somebody. That's like, fair that, for a casual. He's pretty important. If he hasn't seen Clone Wars, yeah, we yeah even it's like saying talk that. About it, honestly, like so, it's Let's like you it. watch soccer, and I know Ronaldo, and I know Messi. Like, okay, that, that's um, about it. I think Fox is the first person Vader kills as Vader. What about? What about really? uh, Namor, yeah. dude? What the when fuck? he goes back to the temple. There you when go. he goes back to the Jesus. temple, all Name the clones... a casual would know. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. To be fair, that's, say... a, that's a deep cut. That's the comics. I was yeah. going to say, this is just a representation, though, of why I love collecting. Because you do still get to see cool shit in the market all the time. And even if it doesn't... Even if it's not a character that connects with you, like, this isn't one for me. Same thing, Marco. Like, I don't remember seeing this guy yet. I've only seen the first two seasons of Clone Wars. So for me, like, I don't... I'm not invested enough. But the yeah. figure objectively is damn cool. It definitely pops. You put this on the shelf, even if you don't know it's Fox, even if you just like the look of this clone, uh, I think it's very cool. So, yeah, objectively, very awesome. Not for me, unfortunately. But, uh, but yeah, happy to have it. And normal size blaster holders, too, versus the... 
the goofy ass fucking <laughs> the comically large Yosemite ones. They need to fucking... they need to make the hands softer though, because they're annoying as shit putting blasters yeah. in their hands. This is what Phase Two looks like. He's more basically the red and the white are flipped. It's fucking dope. Hmm. Uh, all right, let's see here. We have uh, the Inart Joker. Now this comes in two versions, so you get a two pack. Now these are the one six kit prices. Um, uh, Marco, uh, when the Superman came out, since that one was uh, licensed for Australia, which this one is as well, there were some other competitive price offerings from other companies. So, um, you know, probably next week we'll have a better price analysis for you guys. Uh, but the two pack is $1,292. And that is this pack right here. So, again, $1,292 from 1 6 kit. Or you can get the four pack for $1,000. $778, which, again, is four full figures. Now... Um, and the NRDs are pretty substantial on those, right? Like, for the 300 deluxe, for the four-pack, 200 for the regular pack. Um, I thought this was the funniest shit I've ever made. And uh, it's <laughs> make the red suit Joker a single pack or draw 25, and there's NR with their 25 cards. Now, a lot of people reacted to this photo actually like two people and said that it was a licensing <laughs> issue and a lot of people kept saying that there was some interview where Joaquin Phoenix said that he only wanted expensive versions of his character uh, greater than a thousand dollars or like really expensive versions really high quality <clears throat> I looked for like two hours and could not find it and when I asked both of those people to provide a source they couldn't find one or didn't find one or didn't send me one and so I've never heard that. Um, so be that to, as it may, I still think this meme is fucking hilarious. To add context there, quick sec, I think it was John from Inart who had said that in order to get the license approval, uh -huh. the licensor required a certain Correct. threshold of so dollar, right? That's from WB, though. But there was people mm -hmm. saying that even before this Inart, that was something that Joaquin Phoenix had said, which oh. I've never heard of. Um, but I, we did send some questions to John to clarify. Uh, he's hopefully going to get those back to us by next show, but we shall see. Um, now, <laughs> this isn't a substantial discount, but you do get $10 off the Joker if you use code uh, 10CW at 16KID. But let's take a look at these photos. So we're going to start with the deluxe version uh, of did the Marco post figure. Did Marco post that? Oh, sorry. You son of a... <laughs> I'm just Wait, what? Did Marco pose that one? Oh, you fucking guy. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think it looks fantastic. I, you know, I think they fixed the hairline. That was my biggest complaint about the last time they showed it. Um, I think the portrait looks stunning. Um, I I think they're really bringing their A game. I just wish that there were a little bit more budget-friendly options. Uh, some collectors, one guy actually had an interesting point, that the movie itself is really about Arthur Fleck and the sort of red suit Joker motif at the end isn't really what the movie's about and and i guess that made sense but i think for most collectors you know if you had to just have one you know because again these four figures i mean you're talking taking you know almost half a detolf which is what most of us have to display this set at least one shelf if you're getting the double pack uh two for the the four pack i i think most people would go with the red suit to be honest maybe maybe i'm on my own on that one but 
print quality here on these prescription bottles, not super great. Don't love that. Um, but we'll cycle through these photos and then we'll switch over to the four pack. But uh, Dean, what do you think about this? Uh, again, twelve ninety two for the two pack, <clears throat> and both of these are uh, rooted. It seems. Um. Yeah, I mean, you gotta really fucking love this movie to be spending that kind of money. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like unfathomable to me to spend that kind of money on, on like this character and like this version of the character. Um, like, I could, I could understand the um, uh, Ledger Joker kind of rewrote the character, kind of changed the way people looked at the character. Oh, Kevin's having a nightmare. Um, but like, I don't know, like, I just like, maybe this movie just didn't resonate with me that like, I just don't get it. So yeah, I'm just, I don't, I have nothing positive to say. Um, what about you guys? Yeah, you're such a big Joker fan. That's kind of shocking, but I just need to, everyone to brace themselves because this is going to be quite the hot take that you're not expecting from me. But I'm a bit conflicted on this one. No joking. Obviously, I, I say that all the time because I'm, I'm still kind of processing what you know what we're seeing here because there's so much to take in. The prices we just got this morning, I, I think they're right around what I was expecting. Right, so around thirteen hundred bucks for the two figures which feels like the Heath Ledger Joker two pack around the same price now with inflation and shipping increases. So that's not so insane. And then the four pack actually seems like decent value when you put it up against that. I think the aesthetic of the red suited Joker and that, and that diorama background is just incredible. Like, I think that that's an elite display. I, I want that in my collection, but just like Dean, I didn't have the connection to the film. And so I just really, really don't think I can justify spending that type of money for two figures because I don't think I would ever consider the four pack, even though progressive seduction does start to set in. Um, but yeah, like it, it looks incredible. The, the artistry is incredible, um, but I just don't think I can do it. Honestly, there's too much other stuff coming out. I listed a few of them. There's going to be more pre-orders coming out um, this year. And so I think this is one that I've got to be just reserved on and not let the FOMO get to me um, because it's, it's there. Like the more I see these pictures, when we talk about controlling the message, my God, they've come out with some incredible oh, shots that, that show these figures point. in the best light. And that's what we've been asking them to do. Excellent point, Marco. Excellent point. Definitely buddy. Do you guys think, and I don't think that this is reasonable for distribution, but like if there was a way that we had to wait longer but we could select which two figures we wanted, for example, of the four that are available, would that incentivize you to spend more money? Because one of the things that I feel with this release is that like the, the, the four pack has this sculpt with a smiling sculpt and it has the closed eye sculpt with him dancing in the bathroom two expressions that we don't see in six scale very often. I can't even think of another sculpt in my, in my mind's eye, at least that has a closed eye sculpt, for example. So it'd be so unique, but it's paywalled behind having to get four figures, which is a ton of money to spend. 
and a ton of commitment to have to one character. For me, while I like the two-pack a lot, and I think if I go with either of these options, it'll be the two-pack, both for affordability, but also because I definitely don't need four representations of the same character in my collection. Like, I've already got four Joker, four Heath Ledger Jokers, and I'm trying to think of how I'm going to sell one of those or two of those, right? So, but that's my Joker. This isn't necessarily, like, my Joker. To me, this didn't even really feel like a Joker film. It always felt more like... We were watching somebody go through mental illness, a mental breakdown. It was a really good character study. It was a really good brain study. But to me, it never really felt like a DC-style Batman universe character by any stretch. So that's part of the reason why I have that much more trouble justifying that the, the purchase. But again, like if there was a way that InArt in the future could say, hey, we've got these select groups of characters or these several different styles of the same character pay a little bit more wait a little bit longer but you get to pick and choose which two you get in your box that could be game changing and very different from anything else we've seen from other companies Pause. again don't think that that's possible um but yeah uh the dx11 joker has it, i guess it does it does his eyes are closed with his with his smiling face good call jordan skinner good call i literally have that figure in my collection uh, and again i love that figure because he's both smiling and he has his eyes closed so right uh, but yeah not many that that exist that way now with regards to these here even the arthur fleck you know without any makeup on some of the skin detailing and the texturing and like the both like the wrinkles in his forehead clearly he's never had botox like it is insane looking. Uh, so even though he's very much a civilian in that look, I still think it would stand out on the shelf really nicely as kind of his evolution within the film. So to me, two-pack, I think, is where it's going to go. Uh, I have not pulled the trigger on the pre-order yet, but we'll see. Um, <clears throat> originally, when we talked about this last week, I was sold on the two-pack because I only wanted the red suit, but I love this movie so much that I think with the value and everything, I think I should try to get the four pack. I don't know why I wasn't thinking that the NRD would be 300 bucks. Like that makes sense. Like 20% or whatever. I don't know why I was thinking like, it's going to be like a hundred bucks. The NRD uh, 300 bucks right now. Like that's like a hot toy drop for me just this week specifically. So like I'm waiting and the pre-order cutoff is the 24th or the 25th. So uh, February, so um, I should be fine, right? So I'm gonna Eddie. I think I'll that wait. I think that's new for Kit, though, right? I think he was charging a bit lower for the Heath Ledger Joker, Joker. Yeah. and maybe he saw a lot of folks bail out of pre-orders recently. So it seems like yeah. he's ratcheted up the the NRD he requires. And it'll, I'm interested to see how how many of these are made, how well it sells, because I hear a lot that I hear a lot either people love this film or that they don't love this film, and it. It's kind of crazy to me that people hate this rendition of the Joker, but they love the Riddler from the Batman. Because essentially it is the exact same thing, but they love that character. And they love how they made a real, like took a real take on a comic character. And this is that, but people are so negative about this for some reason. and it And it makes no sense to me, so... I don't understand it at all. I think this was a fantastic film. I don't think he's as cunning or as smart as like Joker would be in the DC universe, but I yeah. still feel like it is a very cool real world Joker. And I usually I seriously dislike when they add 
real world things to comic book movies. I, I don't like that way we're headed because to me, I I want separation from the real world. It's a superhero. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I find that really interesting that we have such different takes on the same kind of a character. So. Yeah. Excellent point, Sadie. Um, real quick, let's see. We have a comment here from. Uh, oh, damn, I just lost it. Uh, I think it was Trevor. Here you go. That to give credit for them not putting the red suit or the civilian figure behind a paywall, I would definitely agree with that. Um, one six is spec fiction is four pack for the most value at the moment. Uh, what is specs price? Can someone uh, get that for me? I was gonna say Eddie. Yeah, maybe also wait just to see what else. It's up on. It, yeah, what people I think put it up at. Sugo Toys was the one that Marco was talking about with Superman, and it was up before. It's more expensive. It, huh? No, it's cheaper. Oh, it was it? cheap, okay. and it's weird because when Mario looked it up last night, I could have swore it was like fourteen fifty for the four pack, and then I checked today and it was fifteen fifty. So they they don't obviously give free shipping. So on there it says that shipping will be around eighty four bucks. So mm. with shipping included, it's still like uh, that would put it at like sixteen forty. It's still like a hundred and twenty bucks cheaper than Kit. But I don't know if shipping will stay that price or change once they actually get the the box dimensions. I've got yeah. spec fiction. I've got spec Oops. fiction up here. It says the for the four pack fifteen oh nine, and then addition size to be de- to be determined it, shipping due later. Free shipping. Oh, okay. no, it says shipping, shipping due right. later, uh, and that's at fifteen oh nine for the four pack. If there's tax as well, I don't know if spec also does tax. there is tax. Some for people spec. still haven't got their Heath Ledger Joker from spec fiction. So, so with tax, just of take that in one point zero eight two five. That would be sixteen ninety eight plus shipping, if the the value that Ben said the uh, times one point zero eight two five for tax. Well, also, how big is this box going to be for four of these guys? Like the, the two pack Joker with the diorama was big as big in itself. Like it's insane. But yeah. I will say for for to play devil's advocate, I want to say I saw a comment by Spec that I think Marco, maybe you saw it as well. But they had basically said that the way they did the Joker was not the best way to do it. And I think going forward with Inart, they were going to... I think it was one of those things that Dean always says, like, where people wait for, like, a crate to fill up, and then they ship it once it's full. But I think they're going to have more expedited shipping um, as far as getting the batches in hands. I think he even mentioned you might be able to get shipping directly. Oh, here we go. Yeah, direct. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Trevor. So, yeah, that's... um, definitely an option uh we did put up a youtube poll if people are going to get this looks like the yes for the four pack and yes for the two pack both have 12 percent uh no with 75 percent we'll keep that up for a little bit um uh yeah sam has uh some comments there about spec fiction as well which uh you know Uh, very quickly the the uh that two pack is probably the like if you like the movie it's probably the one you want to get just because it does have those two definitive ones but those bathroom the pictures of him in the bathroom are like incredible they're insane yeah and i love this movie but i i i don't think i can i don't think i can go there you go uh one more note that i wanted sorry zach i'm kind of pissed with this four pack release that we didn't get a four pack of heath ledger with the really? two that we got, and then oh, and the nurse, nurse and the bank, bank robber. robber. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, that would have 
they should or have one hundred percent in that. Even him in the cop makeup without, or, or like in the or cop the uniform cop without without right. the makeup on, that could have been cool. Yeah, Keith is evergreen though. They can they can go back to that well whenever they want, and people are going to buy it. And then one thing also to consider, I don't I don't know if this is a big consideration, but um, just something to keep in mind. But the Joker two movie is coming out soon, and that may be. Uh, kind of going back to what Eddie said, like he's not super cunning, but he also in this film is becoming the Joker. He's not really the Joker until the very end. I'm wondering if perhaps that film may have more iconic looks that, um, you know, might resonate a bit more with collectors. Again, it's been five years, I think, since this movie came out. So, You know, the one uh, thing, though, that kind of pissed me off about that, though, so and it has more to do with the Joker one, is that I always felt like that movie, when I watched it, again, like I said earlier, it never felt like a Joker film to me. But what I did accept was, you know, he got a chance to meet a young Bruce Wayne at the gates of Wayne Manor. And Bruce is at that point, like, he's like, I don't know, 10 or younger, right? So yeah. I always thought maybe this Joker would actually be kind of the first, but the first to then inspire the Joker we come to know eventually, who then yeah. ultimately becomes Batman's nemesis. But because now Harley Quinn is going to be in the second movie, it's kind of like they're giving us rogues gallery without a Batman. So then to me, it feels disjointed. Like I felt like they could have left it with the question mark. They left us at the end of the first film, but it's money, right? Came, became a billion dollar film. Now we got to make another one, right? They and even said they weren't going to make another one until it made that kind of money, and then boop, Bob's your uncle. So, and but it's a uh, musical too with Lady Gaga. Um, so, know. getting back to the figure, um, I, saw, I think that could be cool. I think that that could be cool. But so, Moose sent right. me a screenshot. The um, estimated shipping from spec for this within the U.S. is sixty dollars. So, when you add the retail price plus tax plus shipping, it's one thousand seven hundred fifty-eight. So, it's twenty dollars more from kit shipped for the four pack but i would argue that it it seems that most people that order from kit had gotten their jokers much sooner but again spec is changing to get direct shipping from from overseas so not quite sure what your best option is but um you'll have to figure that out on your own uh but i do want to ask are you being priced out of the hobby um i think obviously we saw the prices of the JD Joker. We have now the prices for this uh, with the cheapest pack starting at twelve ninety two. I think one. I don't recall who said this, but you know, it's not a character that you vibe with. But I can't imagine if this was a four pack Gandalf or a two pack Gandalf at twelve ninety two and seventeen seventy eight respectively. Maybe for Dean a cloud figure. You know, something that is your most treasured character, and and it obviously. <laughs> Marco, we, we are very privileged to be here talking about buying $1,292 toys when, you know, a lot of people are struggling and, and, you know, obviously that has its own time and place for that discussion. But I feel like if this shit's going to cost this much, like I'm either just going to have to be fine with not getting the very best stuff or not be able to afford this. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, back when I first started, it was like, the sideshow and the hot toys figures was the more expensive, the more reasonable stuff. And then statues were like, damn, that's way out of my league. Now I feel like you can get most entry level statues for less than the price that some of these figures are costing. And granted those aren't apples to apples, but it certainly makes me reconsider like what my collecting goals are. Do I need to have the best of everything? Am I willing to settle for less quality? Um, it's, it's definitely a, a something to think about. Dean, if this was a character that you really loved offering those two, uh, price points for a two and a four pack. Are you priced out? Um, 
I think I think I would be. Um, you know, I just got the Game Toys Cloud with the motorcycle, and that was six hundred fifty bucks. And I, when I invoice came in, dude, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, that's a that's a tough nut to swallow, and that's a nut I really want. <laughs> you know, <Damn>. um, <laughs> no, no, don't pause. That's why I said it. <laughs> wow. um, uh, so, now, 160 is not to saying that he was not charged taxes, so oh. I'm not sure if uh, those are due on delivery or just perhaps not at all. It's all very confusing stuff, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I got that quarter or the third scale punchline statue for, what, 1300 bucks, And that's a fucking huge piece, like a, a, like a centerpiece of the collection. I'm, I guess this is, but like you said, like a whole detox worth of characters, the same character over and over. I don't know. It's like I said, you got to fucking love this to, to be like, yeah, I'll spend that kind of money. I think the two pack makes a little more sense, but even that's like, I don't know. I, I, I can't answer that until I see something that I can't live without. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to, right? If it's something that you are extremely passionate about, um, we always say, because one of my favorite podcasts is the Afford Anything podcast and her catchphrase is, you can afford anything, you just can't afford everything. And so there's always those opportunity costs. So I, I feel like if this was, let's say, a, a Bale Batman four pack, because Eddie said the Joker before, right? It had Begins, it had Dark Knight, it had an Armory, and it had Bale Bat, uh, Bruce Wayne. And that was like 2000 bucks. You better believe that I'm finding a way to get that, right? And and I can bitch and moan about high increased prices and like how expensive things are, but I'm going to find a way to, you know, cut other figures or cut other things that I wanted to buy in my life in order to, again, Zach, you're right. It's all, it's all about privilege, right? Because we're very privileged to be able to be in this hobby. Um, but I'm going to find a way to get that. And so for this one, I just don't feel like, I have the desire to make those sacrifices for this because the, the price is high. Like for the Ledger two pack, that gave me a lot of heartburn spending $1,100 on two figures that are like kind of very similar. And mm -hmm. so, you know, this is a, this, we've already been conditioned, like Ben says, I've been price conditioned to already spend 1100 bucks. So what's, you know, a few hundred more. Um, and I just don't find myself wanting to do it on this one. Although it's tempting, I just am not there. So not priced out, but definitely feeling the pain of uh, these prices for sure. Yeah, with the, and I was saying like, I really love this movie, it, but, um, and if they would have, if Hot Toys or somebody would have released something close closer to when this came out, I probably would have wanted to get it. But even then, if it was 600, if they were selling these individually and they were $600 a figure, if every figure becomes $600, then yeah, I'm priced out. Uh, if Hot Toys goes the direction of we've seen a little bit trending down in pricing, and if they stick around that, what, 260, 280, and then with Hano Toys coming in, I would say that's that's the direction I would have to go just because it would have to be someone very, a very special character and I don't know, even then, I don't know, $600 is a lot, like the Gandalf I'm getting, but I feel like he's a special character versus this just isn't as timeless right now. But again, if 
if every figure becomes that price, then yeah. But if Hot Toys keeps doing their thing, uh, I can I can uh, keep the payment plans. That's that's my thing. So that's why I kind of like the four pack because if you split up the four pack, then it's closer to like four fifty a figure. Yeah, I was thinking that. Which makes that, it yeah. more tolerable. Um, it's hard to say the argument versus the statues and this specific release because. I, I've been contemplating that too because there's a Prime 1 statue of this that isn't holding its value, but it's a very good statue and it's a perfect scene for me. So I'm like, do I... Like, do, is that more worth it? Because I can get that for cheaper than the 2-pack now. Um, I think even at... Well, not at uh, retail it wasn't, but it was close. One-third scale? Yeah, one-third scale. Wow. that's Yeah, so that's crazy, but... um. I think the thing that concerns me most with these prices is that they aren't holding. Nothing is holding those prices, which that <laughs> back in the day, you used to argue with John a lot about whether things should hold their value or not. And I always was like, no, you take that bet, you take that gamble and you're not buying for investment, but it's hard to be a collectible that loses value, especially when you're like, paying $1,700 like if I'm paying 300 for a hot toy it's a little bit easier to say like oh it didn't hold its value but 17 yeah. that was a hell of a point by Eddie but I'm glad that you didn't give him points no more points for Eddie it's okay I got five for the thing so, earlier, so. <laughs> for that for that though I guess you're comparing it to the to the uh the Joker right because I think those I think you're able to get a little bit below retail at the moment correct? not just that I'm saying things in general yes that and i know the the specific uh things complications that that had to not hold its value but i mean there was a there's a a ton of statues most statues right now even customs aren't holding for statues and i think it's a bad market for six scale i don't know any that so the thing within art though is we don't i was gonna say yeah that's the only pushback i would have but gandalf is ridiculous right now also it's and people the still don't have it yet. Three. So I feel like people, people don't when that it. hype dies, will that hold? And I would say also to that point, Eddie, is I think that a character like the Joker, like as much as I love Lord of the Rings and as much as I think it is truly one of the biggest franchises ever, I think the number of, like, if you if you pulled a thousand collectors, I think there are way more people that would buy a Joker than would buy a Gandalf. And what I'm seeing in the, in the groups are people saying that, like, crap, I didn't even think I would be interested. And I saw how good it came out. And now I need to have one. And I think that's where that value is coming from. Whereas Joker, I think because we hadn't had a high-end version in a long time, um, it, it really – I don't remember the numbers, Marco, but it was something like like over 10,000 of, of – uh, I believe it was the two-packs. It was a huge number that they made. So – I don't know if the yeah, Gandalf I think he said was closer smaller... to 15 for, for the yeah. Joker specifically. Yeah, and I don't know if Gandalf was more or less than that, but it seems like now there's a much higher FOMO for the Gandalf. I think it may have been a smaller pre-order, and we know for sure that, that Pennywise was. So, um, yeah, that would be my only pushback to that, Eddie. But, yeah, absolutely. I've seen, Dean, in San Antonio, there's been probably five or six in our two packs, both the Rooted and the Sculpted, that have gone up. And, God, they're probably like three, $400 uh, for the, the Rooted and probably about $200 less for the sculpted. Uh, there were some pretty, I mean, I think like 250 for the single pack sculpted, like some pretty significant deals that you could find uh, there for a little bit. Gary Bear says, I have to have the four pack, even though I only want three of these figures. So I feel like and that's that a sentiment point, for a lot of folks. 
to that point, uh, Kit, I don't know if this was purely a speculative post, but he had asked if there were people that would only be interested in certain Jokers, and uh, it seemed like that post had got quite a bit of traction. So I'm not sure the mm-hmm. logistics behind how he would separate those if he did, or if it was more just like a discussion post. But, you know, if you're someone that, hey, I only want the bathroom scene, or I only want the opening look scene, or I only want, you know, any of the looks, that may be an option as well that, that Kit might be able to provide. But the you least know, again, desirable. At this point, it's very early. The least desirable has to be the. The outfit the one, right? The clown. Yeah, for the, the opening scene. Like with yeah. the nurse. Uh, and I think on the flip side of that, the red suit, I think, scene. is the probably the most desirable. Yes. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. This is an interesting question because since I've been collecting six scale, I feel like what I thought was affordable and what I thought my line for priced out has consistently moved and moved and moved. And that's been, I've been lucky with, with work and, and fortunate that way. But things change for people really quickly and it's getting to the point with collecting six scale that you actually do take a bit of a risk potentially financially if you make these purchases and then anything in your life changes i always advocate make sure you save a little money first spend a little money right treat yourself definitely but make sure you're saving money these days because the economy is really tough not only for just collecting but just for people in general being able to put food on the table like i went to the grocery store the other day i couldn't believe how expensive things have gotten and all of these types of commodity-based products, everything that requires material goods is going up. So it's expected that prices will change. When I got into 1.6 scale, one of the reasons I, I liked it so much was because the price point felt premium. It meant that not everybody could get them. So I had something you know that was a little bit different, but it wasn't so expensive that it made me think about what else I could get for the money. And I feel like lately six scale is getting to that point where it makes me wonder like, geez, for 1700 bucks, like what else could I get for 1700 bucks? What vacation could I go on? Where in the world could I visit my friends? Like all of a sudden, like that kind of dollar amount isn't just a tough nut to swallow anymore. It's literally a justification to like represent a character in your collection or four characters in your collection when there's so much more in life that you could potentially do. Now you could relate that to anything within your six scale display, right? We could all say if we never collected six scale, we could go on more vacations. Sure. But it's getting to the point now where, as I said, it puts you at a higher risk. If something changes in your life, if you don't have savings in the bank and like if you even have a life event like Badfish, you have a little a little one, right? I don't have any kids. So for right now, I'm the only, I, I'm the only mouth I need to feed. Would I be priced out tomorrow if suddenly I had, knock on wood, geez, knock on wood, uh, a baby to worry about? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I definitely, oh, knock on wood, knock on, I'm just saying, whoa. knock on wood. Okay. Would I be priced out? Yeah, probably, oh. because there's no way. I thought you told them to swallow the nuts. Oh, my God. There's whoa. zero whoa. chance. Whoa. What did he say? Gave this guys. man a point. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Daddy, chill. That's what Ben's kids would be saying when they see him buying four-pack jokers. <laughs> oh my God. Now, I mean, the other way this this collecting game has changed is when I first started, you know, people would get one to one to rock, one to stock, right? These prices are getting to the point now where there's no, this doesn't make it even any sense, both for what Eddie's point was of these things aren't retaining their value the same way they were or growing in value. So it doesn't make much sense to just stock one anymore. But like, can you imagine the financial capital you have to have to be able to buy two of these just to have one in the closet like our friend John used to have with his collections? Like, that is 
mind boggling. And so because the collection game has changed so dramatically, now I think most of us who are still in this game and who aren't burned out by pricing have to be more specific about what they put in. One of the best compliments I felt like I received on my collection tour recently was people said, wow, like your collection has a lot of unique pieces, but like it's curated. Clearly we can tell what you like, what you're into. It's not just what everybody can buy. And I, I'm excited to see people's collections over time start to evolve that way. If prices are gonna continue to go up, I also think it means that our our displays will look a little more custom. Those collection tours will be more interesting to watch because we won't all have the same figures anymore. Everything will be a little different. So I like I like the trajectory, but it also does make me a little nervous uh, for even my own self in the in the collecting, we all have to admit here every single show every single Tuesday when we like something but can't justify it because the cost or because we don't have the space or whatever it is. Um, I think the days of collecting everything uh, for most people anyways uh, are gone. To, uh, to Ben's point, lately it's getting easier for me to not buy stuff. It's getting mm -hmm. easier for me to like boys. to not. Yeah, well, I. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be smarter, but uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, like lately, as in like the last month. It's no, 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 been me, easier. me. It's always oh. the joke that I only have five. Oh, I have nine now, guys. I bought <sighs> a lot, um, and uh, it's this last month. I've I've realized like I can say no easier. I'm. I'm someone said the other day like you have to be, uh, not responsible, but um. Ah, I forgot what he said. But anyway, yeah, the one that's, that. no, it was uh, something else. You I'm, to, I'm with you there. But I've anyway, been, I been so I, like that's why I didn't just I could have just dropped the the NRD on this. But like I was yeah. like, no, I got stuff on pre order. You know, I I'll wait and I got to pay off some stuff. So like, it's getting easier for me to say no, and the FOMO is kind of going away. There so. you go. Seventy three percent of our chat said no to buying this Joker. Yeah, I had the same thing the other day, Eddie. I was at Target sort of the quest complete from earlier. I've been wanting to see the Civil War Marvel Legends Mark 46 in person. I passed on the Hot Toys one. And I saw it and I was like, you know, I really want this, but there's some stuff I need to buy for BB's computer. Like, I kind of just started thinking, like, what things I need to be responsible to purchase for. And it's like, I really don't want to spend $25 on this right now. It's almost 30 bucks after tax. Like, you know, that's just, like, not what I need to be buying right now. And a very rare pass on a Target run for me. So... Um, anyone else want to, want to chime in on that? Uh, are you being priced out? If not, we'll move on. I guess the only thing that I would have asked you guys is like, clearly this is the, the first time I think that we're seeing the RH, uh, logo on the, on the in our box. The first time there, I think it's the rhodium, the rhodium um, which is the top, level, top tier, top yeah. tier. Right. Uh, I think it's interesting that they didn't, at least as of right now, give us a lower cost sculpted option of this, that they've gone straight and to rooted and you get rooted or you don't like that's take it or leave it yeah um and i think and you know I think... in terms of the priced out question though that might have made this easier for people to consider with the sculpted version versus rooted not everybody wants uh rooted it's a big yeah a big I, but i think that is part of what um the chat and uh, i guess john were saying right like the licensor required us to be above a certain price point and i don't know that that sculpted uh, they were able to offer it. that yeah they're the cheaper option so mm. that makes sense. is that to definitively say that this property is not for children like it is just priced at su such a luxury that it is not for kids at all i, I wonder movie, if that's like the rationale i don't think so the movie was yeah i don't know right i don't know yeah. if it's uh actor for likeness sure. thing Bad or fish. the actor requiring that or if it's because of how 
like mentally ill the dude is in the movie is like should we really be making collectibles of this i don't know if that's why well for what it's worth the 2021 suicide squad was also rated r and we did see figures from that so Mm -hmm. you know i don't know if that's the reason marco but uh apparently at some point in time joaquin phoenix said this folk story that he only wants expensive figures but i've i've never heard of that so um let's see so um kit put up a post on um I think it was Saturday and we reached out to InArt for a request for comment. They said they're going to get back to us this week. Um, Will did address this on his stream with John and he was kind of surprised by this as well, but it's a, it's the um, detonation trigger from the dark Knight that the Joker has. And Kit says here that it's a free gift for some lucky members and even John was like, yeah, I'm not sure like how this is supposed to get to people or to what quantity or, you know, so it seems kind of up in the air. Like, I don't think everyone that ordered one is just going to get one. And I know that InArt's own distribution is kind of wonky. Uh, in fact, one of the questions that I asked is I've seen a lot of people with issues with the Gandalf where they're getting the wrong hands. And in order to get the right hand, you have to contact your retailer, the retail contacts InArt. And then it seems like InArt sends the hand to the retailer and then the retailer has to send it to you. So logistically this seems like a nightmare, but my, my only thought really about this is, and, and I also asked this to John is like, it seemed like it was quite difficult when you were making the figures, like any little change, it seemed like you had to resubmit everything to go through the whole process. So for them out of the blue willy nilly to just make this accessory, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And, and, John seemed to be surprised by it as well. So hopefully we have some clarification about what this is or whether they're going to do this with other figures, additional accessories. Um, I, I don't know if this is a response to the JND coming out or the hot toys coming out with some accessory, but it's a weird one. To be yeah. Honest. It's very odd. It's super odd because maybe if, if it just ends here, but if they keep doing this, maybe like, with the the next figure or maybe the figure after that and then people start expecting it like oh and in like two months they're gonna announce a special accessory for the figure once it drops and people you know like it's kind of a weird precedent to set like oh special gift because you got it's like why so then does every figure come with a special gift people are gonna start expecting one it's weird i don't like it exactly it feels like a high risk low reward type of thing as well because I have three of these jokers. If I don't get one of these damn things, I'm going to be a bit salty and I don't even need it. Like it's a whatever accessory. (laughs) I don't even know that it necessarily goes with this version of the Joker. Right. But I I mean, this like specific scene, um, because isn't he wearing the nurse outfit with the, with the switch? No, this is the other ones on the boat. This is is his remote control to blow up the cruise ships at the end of the film. Oh, casual. Okay. That's right. That's right. He's, he's going to see if they've made the right decision. Yeah. And then it gets Um, flung off the, off the thing. Well, now I desperately need it. Now that I now that I say that out loud, so no, but it's yeah, it's just a weird tactic because some people are going to be upset by not getting it. So, yeah, like, hey, I, I got the, the Gandalf. How come I didn't get a pants print? Like, how come I didn't get a a a dragon like special gift thing like Zach was mentioning earlier? Well, I ordered the Harry Potter and I didn't get this fucking thing. Like, you know. People are going to start expecting special gifts because they bought your figure. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I think it's kind of cool that it exists. It's just weird that we're getting it after the fact. I think the weirder part was uh, John on Will's stream the other day with him not really even totally being aware of what was happening with this or why it exists or where it came from or Is that having, the abi- having the ability to control the message <laughs> at all. But like his whole his whole title is like director of marketing for for whatever it is, right? Yeah. So it's like you, like that would be the one guy you'd think you'd want to CC in an email before you throw photos yeah. up. Like the poor guy is just going to yeah, get blindsided with questions. <laughs> like it just it that's a really strange aspect of it. So um, I feel like if anything, if NR will want to do this in the future. They, yeah, they just got to, like Marco always says, control the message a little bit from the get-go. Get excited about it. Whatever happened to the the handcuffs that you were supposed to get if you pre-ordered the Joker day one? I don't think I ever got my handcuffs. I think every version should have had You the didn't get the handcuffs? And look in your box. I, I don't know. I have to look in the box, but I don't remember. I, I, don't, I don't remember You're it now. You're the only guy who didn't get them. I'm just saying, yeah. did everybody get it then, or did nobody? I like, so. I, Yeah. That, so what, what happened? This, this reminds me of like the headache that was the Asmus upgraded hat with Gandalf. To this day, there's people that are upset that they don't have one uh, because it wasn't well communicated the ways to get it. And, um, you know, I, uh, gosh, um, Mike in our in our chat was like, bro, it's like almost to buy one of these hats from someone overseas. It's like 60 bucks. And I'm like, you can just pay them directly $25 to get it shipped direct from Asmus. And that's basically just covering the cost of the FedEx international shipping. I ended up just sending him my spare one, but... Um, I, I could see this being a massive headache, and this I, this is a huge. I think it's gonna be a huge headache for for, for uh, in art, to be honest. I thought it was. There's part parts of me that think that it's cool, like it's like a chase kind of thing, and it's like fun, and it's something fun to like. True. But um, then so I just thought of this. I didn't. I don't like that. He's sending it to Kit, and Kit gets to decide who gets it. I don't. For what trust... it's worth, I don't know that Kit is the only retailer getting. I know. Set. I know, but I don't want him to send it to any retailers, and they get to decide because I don't trust that retailers will make non-biased choices. And I know they'll be like, "Oh, it's a give, like it's a random." I don't believe anything is random. I've been doing streaming and heard too many, you know, not live stories about shit that people do for people that are in the community and it's like I don't trust that this won't be given to the biased choices so that's what bugs me about it uh, yeah Corbo says retailers will pick their buddies so yeah it just, you know, it just seems to be a, a tough cookie Go ahead, uh, just be their buddy yeah that's, yeah, that's right know, so remember if you want, want a discount on your <laughs> in our joker uh, code <laughs> 10 CW. This could be you. Look at how happy he looks. That could be you getting your detonator and your your new Joker. Yeah. I can't believe he did the Bradshaw post. The fucking the drunk dude. I remember back in my day, figures were released. They were finished. Didn't need a day one patch. Wow. Is it a DLC? But yeah. That being said, I can't wait for my NR DLC. But yeah, this is the strangest thing. Um, other than like having to fix the hat, I can see why they did that because they they wanted to make it better. This is just a weird kind of after the fact, and I think Zach has the best point. They say they had to get submissions to get any change. How did this just come out of the woodwork? I don't know. That maybe they're making up for the handcuff thing because they didn't give exclusive handcuffs to people. 
I don't know. This is a weird decision. I th yeah, like you said, it's like it's uh, filled with uh, it's like a minefield kind of. I feel like say it with me, everyone, on the count of three: one, two, three. Penises. The pants prince. Oh. <laughs> we should have practiced that. We... Dean is having some seriously questionable thoughts tonight. Just so well, you... I... the intrusive he's thoughts. Drawing a, he's drawing a new Garecock on the side. You yeah, it's not... he's been drawing the whole stream, <laughs> Dean. You know what, Dean? So... You know what, Dean? Actually, I got a bone to pick with you. I was looking, looking through our clips because uh, I was trying to find that uh, "How big is your penis?" quote. No, that's a and good one. I was dying laughing. We were watching John unbox. I think it was the DeLorean, or maybe it was Marty, and he wouldn't put it in the thing. So I got bored, and so I started playing Flight Sim in the middle of the unboxing. <laughs> and the second I clicked the icon, <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize that you got a text, or I don't know how it works. Yeah, you got an uh... alert from Steam that I was playing Flight Sim, and the look on my face is like. <laughs> like kid in the candy jar like oh yeah dude, you, should have like, you motherfucker that, <laughs> it was clipped it's on there oh is it okay. yeah it's freaking hilarious um, <laughs> yeah gosh. you know what that means though i also had steam <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> that's good so um we have a teaser here i don't really know how much this is worth sharing i to be honest i haven't seen this yet but we have the uh jnd cohesion works batman the dark knight armory tees oh that's fucking fair and this is their six scale stuff uh one six scale by cohesion works yeah <laughs> okay oh that was fucking <laughs> another beginning Another Batman. That's not even for Batman Begins. <laughs> now, as collectors, do we need a third armory? No. I'm so fucking sick and talking about this fucking movie, friend. It'll never die. So, uh, am I the only one that's intrigued by this, though? Because... Yes. I have looked at the Dark Knight Armory, the Hot Toys version. Um, it goes for a pretty penny, actually. So, like, the, the prices are pretty inflated on it. Well, they're making, they were able to... they're making a new one. Well, okay, but that's Dark Knight Rises, which I'm going to get that one. That one's well-priced given, you know, everything that oh, it comes okay. with. Fair. You're right. This shit's probably going to be crazy expensive, just given what we saw with the Joker. I am curious, though. I am, like, insanely curious because I think this could be, like, a beautiful, beautiful piece I just know when that price drops, I'm going to be like, nah, I'm, I'm out. But right now when we're getting these teases, like I, I'm curious, but, but J and D's Bruce Wayne from their, uh, that they released their statue looked like shit though. So that doesn't inspire a lot of confidence to me, but that's I'm still curious. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Cause in six scale, I mean, dioramas are cool and everything, but like, I want, I want something I buy to do something, right? Like the the Cloud of Fenrir, the motorcycle is functional, the the clone troopers on the, the arc speeder, the the speeder is functional, it has things that it does. The 
the armories just seem like statues like you can't can you like take the suit down and put it on a figure because even the the new one from hot toys comes with a separate batman that's not posable that just stands there so it's like well the bruce wayne stands there but then the suit you'll be able to convert into a batman okay so it is a functional figure yeah okay which makes I, it the value for 570 that makes it seem like okay, really good value that is okay mm-hmm. i was under the assumption they were just like six scale statues at that point which is like kind of like not to talk shit to eddie but he has that the iron man that's like hanging with all the cords and stuff while it's a cool piece it's like doesn't really do anything other than look cool behind the figure um now i have I, no, I'm not calling you out, but it's just like that's just like also a, paid very a thing I'm thinking it. of. Like very, very little. What? That's awesome for you. Like the fact that you're not paying. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't mean that sarcastically. <laughs> the fact that you're not paying retail or five seventy for it, that's a plus. But like I have the workbench Tony for like the Mark Forty Two, and it's got the base, his little Android that goes up and down all the different armor pieces that come on and off you can display them on or off the figure like it's a it's a diorama that is functional so if, the, if that is functional that's cool um i don't know anything about jnd to say one way or the other so i guess well that remains to be seen interesting i was a little confused about this release because of, of the same questions that i had which was if it's just a Batman uh, like suit statue essentially within the display, then all you're really getting is the Bruce Wayne. I feel like one of the, the claims to fame that I thought J&D was going to have here was the a rock and the silicone skin and, and all of that, right? But like they keep choosing figures that I feel like don't totally take advantage of that ability if that's the case. And so then if you're going to spend so much more money for it, like what's what's the point then i think that the hot toys one is absolutely good enough uh and even at the ridiculous price point that an original armory that you were mentioning is uh even now in secondary market marco i still bet it's cheaper than what this one's going to come out as and so like oh yeah no doubt about it right and so like if you really want it i feel like they do already kind of exist uh it and i and again i think it comes back to fatigue of the character a, a little bit like while I absolutely love the Dark Knight films and the Dark Knight trilogy, it's easily one of my favorite trilogies, literally of all time. Um, I'm getting fatigued seeing the companies kind of revisit the same well over and over again. Uh, and I know a lot of us are. And then if we see a ridiculous price point attached to it, it's so much easier to be like, absolutely not. It goes back to what I was saying earlier with once you start getting into anything between 1500 and two grand. I immediately start wondering what else I could spend my money on for that. And there's a lot of other things. Uh, I could go to Oxcon one time in San Antonio, Texas. (laughs) Um, See strippers with pasties. Yes, there's a lot, but not at the same time. One third of the Caligon. So, so yeah, I mean... (laughs) There you've been. So, it, it just... I am interested to see what they do with it. I'm inter- I I am a sucker. I pulled the trigger on the type A Heath Ledger Joker because Heath Ledger is my favorite character uh, in my display. If I only had one Joker, I'd want the best representation of that particular character. I'm hoping I haven't gambled my money away, though, because like you guys have said, even I haven't been super stoked about a lot of the J&D pieces. I know some people love them. I haven't totally thought all of them were that amazing. Not necessarily to justify the crazy price point anyways. So we'll see. I'm interested, but it's very much a wait and see. Yeah, I'm not... Uh... It, what we just talked about with the Inart Joker 4-pack, it goes double for Jandy. Like, I can safely not spend 
money. I think they're cool, and I'd like to see how that silicone and like seamless stuff looks in hand and articulates. And so it's more interesting than it is like something I need for me. Um, and I also think that J and D is very like like firm standing like that they won't do characters that like they don't want to do it's like we want to do these characters it's like okay uh just look at the market bro <laughs> like there's a new hot toy coming out of the armory granted it's not the same armory but i'll gladly take that i don't need your two thousand dollar armory probably so like i don't know keep keep you making also they probably have... in there though you did throw a little probably in there okay well i was being nice um uh also their statues have issues like qc issues a lot and it's like are we gonna see that with one six there's a lot of questions with jnd and i feel like to be at that price point you shouldn't have so many questions but uh yeah i also don't want to shit on it too much because ben has it coming i feel bad but man i'm worried for you ben no i mean i'm worried for myself i i I want fully i fully accept all responsibility if i made a horrible monetary choice with that type a absolutely Sandy and we got, will never Sandy let got me you live dead it down. to rights. <laughs> Victor was asking me for some tax documents, and I was like, I don't know if I have those on my computer. Um, oh, no. So, well, no, <laughs> got me fucking dead to rights. They make you fucking slide. You have to look at this shit. You have to uh, take a picture of your ID and all this shit. You should be able to just log in. That's ridiculous. Um, let's see here. Uh, moving forward, Dean, this is very exciting. We have the Bandai DX Chigokin Macross. Do you remember, love, VT 1 Super. Super Ostrich, releasing yeah, July 2024. Ostrich. You put it as one word. I was like, super uh, July 2024. This is retailing is for 238 uh, overseas or 450 at BBTS. Yeah, um, this is super exciting. This is kind of the first macro, uh, not the first macros thing, but SDF macros that we've seen on the American market. Um, from Bandai, um, we've gotten some stuff from um, uh, Kids Concept and um, uh, Kids Logic uh, under the Robotech Macross banner, but this is the first Macross thing from Bandai that we're getting over here because they lifted that fucking. It's a crazy copyright fucking thing that uh, we've talked about before. Uh, this is from the movie. Do you remember love? This is so fucking cool. And I want this so bad. Um, I always, I only collect the Valkyries that Hikaru or Rick Hunter flies. And in the movie, he flies this, uh, it comes with him and a little Min May, which are fucking awesome. I want it so bad. But well, 450. That's a big markup. Uh, I don't know why they decided to make this a uh, exclusive. Um, I believe it's a Tamashi store exclusive. Uh, you can only order it in Japan, but they're allowing some retailers to carry it over here. Uh, BBTS is one of them, but that fucking, how much of a markup is that? Almost double? That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'm What's the scale, have- sir? uh 148 so oh god damn yeah that's crazy yeah um it's sweet uh the chicago line line is fucking phenomenal i have no doubt this is going to be fucking sweet 
I'm going to have to pass on it for now because 450 is just crazy. Um, <clears throat> Are you able to do the um, like the cheaper option or is that ship sailed? That's that, that's just BBTS's price. Just no, no, without. but it, you had two prices listed, the 238 price? That's the overseas price. Yeah, but you can't order it here. It's not like the one from where we get Japan. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, because you you can only get it in their store, and like I said, they selected a few retailers to get it. I see. I see. For over here, um, I mean, I'm sure there's a way because there's sometimes where you can order on Amazon Japan, um, but I did not see it listed there, because um, like I said, it's a Tamashi exclusive, so. Maybe on the aftermarket, I could get a cheaper or get one used down the road. Um, but, but yeah, 450, I don't like the movie that much. I mean, I like yeah. the movie, but he flies this thing for like a scene. And although it's cool, I, I don't know. Like, I already have like the definitive Valkyrie from that movie. I don't absolutely have to have this. So. As much so as I, you wouldn't be that upset if it um, if you don't get it. Yeah, I would prefer to own it for sure, but uh, I'm not bending over backwards together. Is there a price that you could justify for this? And is there any distinction with the DX that they have here? Like, is this something that's different than other releases? Yeah, so the DX Jagokin is like their ultimate line. Their ultimate line. Uh, cool. Yeah, they, uh, they have... Uh, like uh soul of chigokin yeah soul of chigokin which is that covers like so many different uh properties that they bandai makes um mostly like japanese like robot shows i don't know them all at the top of my head uh but there's like a chigokin uh voltron uh gypsy danger which is fucking awesome. oh there was yeah that one you had it didn't I love you? that uh yeah. yeah i still have it. um so yeah, DX Chikokin is like their top of the line. And it is top of the line. These things are like without a cast, doubt incredible. Paint. Yeah, like, like light up functions. Itty bitty little uh decals like you could like read like cuz you know it's a jet. So there's a lot of like warning labels and stuff like that. The name of the pilot on the windows and they're they're stunning. They really are. I have what four of them? Mm. Um yeah four of them and um i would absolutely love this but uh, that's just 450 is that's a lot i mean what did you I, pay it, for the other ones you have like the regular two 200 I've, I've gotten those all at retail which were like around 180. Okay, that's luckily i i you know stayed up late and pre-ordered them because they hit regular retailers so you could stay up and and when that pre-order window opens you know get lucky which i did on all of them um the first one i got <clears throat> i bought secondary and it, they haven't made it in years so i was like oh i'll probably never get a chance to own this again so i did pay i think it was like right around 400 but it you know it, it was years old at that point and then they fucking reissued it like fucking two years later but it came with all the armor and stuff, so it was like a different display option, which that's why you have the two, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. This is it's fucking sweet. I really want it, but 
when I saw that 450 on BBTS, I was like, absolutely not. When it first popped up on BBTS, I was like, oh my God, yes, I went to pre order it 450. Nope. It's like a $60 NRD. Uh, I, I just can't do it. Priced go. out. Priced out. Get it or not. Um, I'm not getting anything that we talk about today. What about you, Dan? You're on mute. I'm definitely going to get Padme at some point. Um, <laughs> there it was again. I, I always <laughs> say that. <laughs> you added about two extra syllables to it. Panda bear. Um... Uh, and then, honestly, probably the, the, that Soldier Gog or the extra Gogan at some point. Yeah, I think nothing that we went over. If you see me with the two pack uh, Joker, mind your business, but it's very, very unlikely. Jesus. <laughs> there will be signs if he wins the lottery. That's right. <laughs> two armories. <laughs> oh. Two pack Joker for me. That's I think the only thing that I'm I'm wow. heavily considering. Haven't pulled the trigger yet, but okay. Sure. I like this. Pat, like Pat it. a May. Uh, Padat Patamame Pat or Panda Bear. Oh, I like Patamame. That's good. Patamame, Patamame, and um, uh, four pack Joker probably. Wow, he's back. He's back, back, Marco. <laughs> he's in deep. all the way. I'm back. gonna cancel a lot of stuff to get it, like. I have some stuff on pre-order. I'm not going to get those figures anymore. So, Yeah, for me, I mean, the Fox I've got on PO and then Padme, I, I think I have to get. I just love that character and, yeah, very nostalgic. There you go. Um, Let's see here. We have Collector Zone. Uh, Collecting Weekly listeners get 15% off their in-stock and full-pay pre-order items with code CW. Um, Marcos there at uh, Collector Zone, a great guy. They do uh, have really excellent customer service. They support the community in a lot of different ways through giveaways and stuff like that. So if you're considering switching over to your current 1-6 scale figure provider or even statue or Warhammer provider, uh, be sure to ch check them out at Collector Zone and use code CW. Uh, they also have a Facebook group where they have other codes that don't necessarily require full pay. And uh, that's the Collector Zone Cantina. So be sure to check them out there as well. Um, so I think I think we're just going to have to have a long show today because we still got a lot to get through. Uh, so my apologies. But Marco, this is an interesting topic because I know you and I have gone back and forth on this quite a bit. But Xbox has laid off many employees of their disc department. A lot of people think this is pointing to the death of physical games. They laid off over 1,900 employees last week uh, during a 24-hour period. The entire physical game distribution department has been shut down, and this could be a sign of an all-digital future for Xbox, so they have not confirmed that. This is purely speculation. Um, Dean, you're also very passionate about this as well, wanting to own things physically rather than digitally. I kind of air more towards wanting digital ownership just for space reasons and convenience uh but i'm curious um i know most of you guys are mostly playstation but if playstation made this switch as well how big of a deal would this be for you uh yeah it's um it's um it's interesting because because you're right like in terms of uh what do you call it? Um, uh, Video games, PlayStation. 
Xbox. No, um, <laughs> Austerity. Uh, convenience. Pragmatic. Wow, for convenience sake, it's 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 obviously convenient, right? Like I could just hop on my PlayStation, buy a game, play it immediately. I don't have to worry about putting the discs in or out of the fucking tray. Like Pharmacy Seven Rebirth is coming out. That's two discs. Um, so if I you know play the game, I gotta switch out the discs. Then if I want to replay the game, switch them out again. You know, back and forth. It's it's annoying. But at the same time, if I only own it digitally and for whatever reason they decide we're not going to support that game anymore, Rebirth probably won't have to worry about that for a few years. But, the, you know, games get old. Eventually they get old. Eventually you're not going to be able to download them anymore. Um, we've also seen PlayStation, Sony, take games away from people Um I don't know if you guys remember playable teaser that came out. Um, PT, yeah. PT. Um, Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima. That was going to be his next Silent Hill game, and that was a teaser for it. And things went south with Sony, and, or not Sony, uh, Konami and Hideo Kojima. And Sony took that away from people. Even if it was on your hard drive, they literally took it away. You can't play it anymore. Um, that's kind of fucking scary. It's like, okay, but I pay, well, I didn't pay for the teaser, but there are instances where that is a possibility where it's like, well, we just, we're not going to support that anymore and you can't have it anymore. Um, we've seen people's movie libraries get deleted. Uh, Amazon has done that to people where they just, their movies are gone. They're like, well, I paid for them. It's like, oh, sorry, they're gone um <laughs> Holy shit. please meme that <laughs> i'm sorry um, I it's it's kind of yeah. scary but you know it's like that's the way people are buying content is digitally you can't really blame them to you know it's like people are xbox game pass is very fucking successful you pay what how much is it a month like 15 bucks a month and you could play brand new games the day they launch without having to pay $60. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, But if you've never physically owned a game, you can't play it down the road whenever they decide arbitrarily that they want to not have it anymore. Yeah, this is, this is definitely a scary future that we're headed towards because companies do want us to go uh, digital, right? Because they make way more money off of it this when you're not having to produce the disc like you've seen it um in in their data where they're just making more money off of digital but that's scary as a consumer because that means less choices to buy from right which drives down the price i like to shop around around black friday you know amazon will have one thing and then walmart will have another and all these prices start getting driven down so that just means the best price for me at the end of the day if you're locked into their digital storefront then it's going to be a higher price overall and then also, like Dean said, they could take things away. You know, I'm not going to sit there and read the user agreement to figure out if in 10 years, my copy of um, Death Stranding just isn't going to work anymore. So yeah, it is really, really terrifying for games and for films. I, I feel like films is a bit easier because those files are a lot smaller. There's always going to be some database out there where if you really, really need the film, you can go get it. For games and different firmwares of 
you know, it's a little bit scarier. Like, I, I don't know um, if I'm going to want to play a, a PlayStation 4 game, you know, 10 years from now, if it's even going to be compatible with the system that I'm working on. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, so all things to consider. I think that this has been a long time coming, though, because Xbox wants to go to the subscription model. They want you to give them, you know, your money regularly and for them not to have to physically give you any games. So this, there's no surprise here. And I think Sony, you know, they've got a digital version of their console. They're, they're starting to not sell digital games on other platforms, if that makes sense. Like you used to be able to buy a digital card from Amazon. You can't do that anymore. So, um, yeah, this is, this is just the way things are going. But for me, every time, if I can get the physical, I'd, I'd love to do it. Although the digital is so convenient, like Dean said. So it's like, I'm, I'm of two minds, but you just can't trust the free market to have your best interest in mind. And there's always going to be problems where this worked yesterday. Today, this company does, no longer has this agreement with whatever other company. And so now it doesn't work. It's just going to become more commonplace, which is a bit sad and scary. So I'm of a couple minds on this. So, I mean, literally today I, I collected this copy of this game um because you can't find it anywhere you just you just can't um i spent extra money uh last year yeah last year or the year before on a ps5 that had a disc system in it you actually had to pay more for the disc version of that playstation and i did it because i still wanted to be able to collect dvds blu-rays 4ks i still wanted to be able to collect those and play them on my system Having said that, since I got the system, I've, I think I've only actually bought one physical copy of really anything, and that was Jedi Survivor. And every time I have to go and get that disc out of the bedroom and put it in the machine, I'm pissed off that I have to even get off the couch to do it. And so, like, part of me loves having physical media because I like collecting. One of my favorite parts of my collection tour recently, I told you guys, was me going through my old N64 games and my old PS2 games and PS3 games because those are so nostalgic for the memory of a time that no longer exists. Having said that, if they're going to start transitioning away from physical media, they have to make some level of media library available for all content, whether that's games or movies, television shows, doesn't matter what it is. If it's going to be turned into digital media, then it cannot be allowed to disappear. Once a company like Netflix or those streaming services no longer are making money on this content anymore, I think it should be made publicly available. So whether that's a time frame that's required, maybe it has to be 10 years from its release or whatever it is, I think that it should be made publicly available to everybody or at least a service in which you can pay for in order to play it, stream it, watch it, whatever you want to do. Um, because even just this week, literally for the movie of the week tonight, I couldn't find it streaming anywhere on my can uh, my Canadian devices. I know you guys could find it a few places for you guys. For me, it wasn't streaming anywhere. So I so had you to picked it. <laughs> I know, uh, that's fine. So I went out, so I went out to Sunrise Records to go and buy a physical copy of it and guess what? I couldn't find a physical copy of it either. So I had to pay $5 for a digital copy to rent the film and I still don't own it. Like I still if I want to went to it, a record store for a DVD, that was your first mistake, but that's one of the place that's one of the only places Man, that has physical media anymore. Even online. Best Buy is so devastated. It's so yeah. devastated, right? You go into like the video games, that's it's not even fun to go to those stores anymore. Cuz you're it's easier to buy a washing machine with a computer in it than it is to find a 
disc copy of a film you like. Like that blows me away. So again, if they're going to switch to it, make the switch totally fine with that. I'm okay with eliminating some of the collectible shit that just collects dust in a drawer for me to have a physical or like a media library, a digital media library. But once things no longer are profitable on the streamers or the, the video game services, make them at least available in some level of public uh, domain uh, that you can download from or whatever. And even if that was two bucks a year, it doesn't matter what it is, make it available. Uh, skip. Oh, God damn it, Eddie. <laughs> oh, Go back to bed, Eddie. Yeah, I, uh, I got I got some something. This is reminds me of when Sony had that easy win of how do you share games, and they just handed it over to someone on a stage. I feel like they could kind of do this again, just saying that they could have an easy win just by saying they're going to make keep doing physical media. Uh, as for like Sony though, they have also threatened to <laughs> remove the entire PS Vita, PS3 libraries, and they capitulated they were going to, but now they just removed it from the web service, so you can still buy games on the respective consoles but they were going to completely wipe it until they got the pushback they got you yeah. use the words eddie doesn't understand he's going to take it as disrespect yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are um there is are no one, efforts to like go ahead is no one going to talk about the 1900 employees that lost their jobs because oh god eddie That's people can't fucking... put food on the table you had your god. opportunity to speak eddie and you passed on it okay that's <laughs> true it's true they have children i thought marco at least they have a child i just i'd rather not touch on on that so, it's just too sad and commonplace i'm right gonna now. play danny Devil's lost it. his job for these guys no. <laughs> he actually did that's fucked up um, <laughs> i'm gonna play just the tiniest amount of devil's advocate right? danny worked for xbox sorry sorry i, I feel no, like uh, i feel like bad fish was I cooking too and i cut him off yeah sorry you you didn't finish your your sentence there uh, it's okay. I, it was basically yeah the the PS Vita they threatened to remove those libraries and there was something else I was gonna say now sorry I'll have to maybe think of it and come I back. I fucked it. Sorry, bro. It's, it's all good. God damn it. Um, I'm gonna play devil's advocate just just a little bit. Okay, I've been buying digital media probably since I was like 14, like on iTunes, right? I'm writing down what I was gonna say. So go there ahead. You go. Write it down. In 10 years. I have had two CDs uh, get taken from my digital library, right? And they weren't really that important, to be honest. But the, but two out of you know hundreds, right? And in that time, I have had much more than two discs not work, right? Because the discs themselves don't work. I've had. I've gone through three Blu-ray players. I don't understand how the fuck these things break so easily. I don't know, but I've had three lasers. Why do you have a Blu-ray player still? Well, because Vivi, we used to buy her Blu-rays and DVDs. Oh, now I feel bad. (laughs) And we got so frustrated with dealing with that shit that we just started buying everything digital. Right? There are groups you can go to to buy the digital half of a physical release. And I can get movies all day for like three or four dollars. Some of the more expensive ones, the 4K, you know, eight or nine, but still, whole, you know, movie that is. Wow, Danny's moving to Dallas. No shit. That's Holy amazing. shit! That's true. <laughs> I don't think that. So that I would say, <laughs> in a in a way, there is a good side to digital. I don't think it's all bad. And and I look at my parents' living room, and you have to think like 
how many people in America owned VCRs at one point. My parents probably have like 500 VCRs that we literally cannot watch. Hmm. We VHS have tried or buying, VCRs? Uh, I'm sorry, VHS. V, uh, 500 okay, VHS. Okay. Uh, we have all the old Disney ones, right? And we would, when we would try to watch them, the tape, the machine would eat them up. We would buy a new one, you know, like a, a relatively new pre-owned one on on eBay. So Vivi could enjoy like the, this was before Disney Plus. But what I'm saying is, Zach's family has everyone has luck with these machines. That's it. Shut the hell up, right? <laughs> what shit. I'm saying is, these Blu-rays that we all have in ten years might not be viewable. You might have an entire library of content that you are unable to watch, where you are probably very likely still going to be able to access your digital content. Mm-hmm. I think the best way to do it is the way they do it now, where you can get the physical disc, and inside is a, a digital copy. So you have the hell physical. Yeah that you can um, you know, keep it safe, you can watch the digital. If they ever change the digital, which they have done, companies have gone back and said, hey, this is, um, this is very socially insensitive, what we've made. We're gonna edit this on the digital side. You can, for any number of reasons, but you can have the, the sort of hard copy that's as issued as it were. Mm. So I think there's a good side and a bad side to digital. I don't think it's all bad going to digital. I think I would rather be in a world where we have options. I don't like that they're taking it away, but uh, I think I think digital there are some good good sides to digital. So I'm gonna go back movies. and edit CW to take yeah. out all the socially insensitive. <laughs> oh, we'd have yeah, like Figa. Yeah. Oh my Jesus. god. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, look, I don't have a problem with. If if game For companies sure, I agree. if game companies want to not produce discs, I get it. That's fine. Yeah. But you're not fucking charging me eighty dollars to play I your game when it comes out digitally. You don't want me to actually own this fucking thing? That's fine. I'm only gonna give you mm. like the mm-hmm. Xbox Game Pass six bucks a month or whatever the fuck it costs, and that's what you're gonna get. I'm going to finish your game in two hours, never play it again, like Call of Duty. Why the fuck is that an ADLR game with a fucking two-hour campaign? It's like, yeah, multiplayer is fun, but it's the same fucking thing over and over and over and over and over again. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting fucking $80 from me anymore. Yeah, if I'm not yeah, actually owning For, for what it's thing. worth, I think I, I completely agree with you, Dean, I, I, especially the concept of ownership. But I will say one thing that we shouldn't – the line of thinking shouldn't be, which which you didn't say, but I just want to make this very clear. To produce a Blu-ray or a, whatever the discs that they print them on now is incredibly cheap, right? Yeah. Like you're talking pennies for the disc, pennies to, to burn it or however they make them. Right. So, so you're really paying for the millions of dollars you spent to make that content, right? right. Um, but you are correct. I think a portion of that 60 70 bucks we've been paying – most of that portion, 100%, is to also own it. And to be able to say, hey, Dean, I'm going to let you play my copy of this game. Or, or for, mm-hmm. you know, Ben, he, uh, someone sold him a disc, you know, 10, 15 years later, he was able to go and purchase it. Um, there are also some benefits to digital. Um, like Ben said, he's been hunting down a game for a long time. Um, Pokemon Crystal, it's about a $200 game to buy used. Uh, before the game, <clears throat> the uh, Nintendo DS store shut down, you could get it for nine ninety nine. 24 7 so right. there are some benefits you can get mm-hmm. uh you know expensive games very cheap they did shut the store down so piracy yeah, i just wanted, <laughs> yeah exactly I counter, 
Oh, go, go ahead, Dean. Go ahead, uh, Marco. I just wanted to counter what you said about like $80 games. I just think, and this is not what we're talking about, but this is just like a, a footnote here. I think just the, the um, business model of video games isn't sustainable, right? Like $80 at launch, things always launch buggy. DLC, um, you know, there's years and years and years and huge, huge um, costs to create these these days. Like the costs are increasing. I sent a chart. You don't have to pull it up necessarily, but video games have actually never been cheaper when you take into account inflation. like their cost now versus inflation. Like they're, they are cheaper point. now. The gaming historian, but, um, he talks about like console release prices. And I'm like, holy shit, when you ingest for inflation, like some of these consoles were ridiculously priced. They were insane, right? So like yeah. it's never been more, it's never been more affordable, but you know, games are launching at like the worst states these days. And so there's just something that's got to give here. Bro. And I don't know how that works into the, uh, the subscription model or not. Sure. 2023 gave us Gollum. Kong, Starfield, <laughs> the day before, the Walking Dead, or the, the day, day before. Jesus, what the yeah. fuck is the state of gaming yeah. that they're? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> this is gonna turn into a whole other tangent. Yeah. But yeah, like, <laughs> well, it's funny because the game of the year, Baldur's Gate, the biggest thing that they could say, or like the most important thing, is like it is a complete game. Yeah, like that. Game. That was the shocking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Even Jedi Survivor is still almost unplayable in some points on hmm. PC, and it came out in April. Yeah, yeah. wild. One point you did make that resonated with me, Zach, was the like the VCR point because when I got started in like movie collecting, I was collecting literally just the standard quality DVDs uh, and video games. Obviously, draw the line makes the point for me. Movies are different. 4K's discs are much better than movie streaming. A physical game disc works exactly the same as a digital That's a good download point too. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a really good point because I can't even give away my old DVDs now. They're they're all great movies, but the quality on new technology and new television screens is so bad that like I, they're unwatchable in comparison to what they once were. And so I have a whole collection of something that at one point cost me a fortune to collect that now has zero value. Again, I literally can't even I can't even give it to the thrift store down the street. They won't take it. They're, they're over capacity for DVDs. Then we'll take it. Um, and so I think even even just that alone um, makes me happier that I think digital will be more future proofing for continually like continuous improvements with regards to technology and with regards to the game point there. Yeah, the game streams pretty much the same way, if not better. I have a Nintendo 64. It's my favorite system of all time. Zelda Ocarina of Time is my favorite game of all time when i plug that system into my flat screen tv it looks like shit on the n64 but when i pull it up on the switch for through their game library looks a whole lot crispier so i can play well, it a lot easier yeah, on my current that, gen technology but it's a digital option the n64 was also designed to play on crtvs i know H- i get it ben, i got an, an hdmi converter? converter i do okay, and it's still say. pretty rough but but better it did improve it <laughs> but but still so no all, yeah it's all like when you look at when you look at games with like pixel art they hold up very well they hold up pretty well but also like if you look up like modern pixel art games they look a whole hell of a lot better because the crtv distorted the pixels like if you look at the original mario he's he's only like i don't know let's just say he's like 16 pixels up and down and across whereas like a pixel art game for today might have a character that's like 24 it's like because they were accounting for those 
the the CRTV kind of like rounded out the pixels. And so the, the character looked a little different on a CRTV. So it's not really apples and oranges, but I'll give you the point. There we go. Um, Marco, quickly, tell us about these Year of the Dragon Nike Air Force Ones that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, so I'll make this really quick. So just, uh, you know, been looking at shoes more often. I haven't purchased a, a pair of shoes in a while, but you know, when crazy ones like this drop, they just get my attention. So these are Chinese New Year, Air Force One, Year of the Dragon. They are dropping on the sneakers app on February 14th. And I guess they're going to retail for around $365, God which, damn. you know, prices on everything is just going up, right? Like that sounds insane, but we just talked about, you know, a $1,700 four figure pack. So everything is all relative. These are not my style at all, but they're interesting at the very least. So just wanted to highlight these. If anyone's into sneakers, worth trying on the sneakers app. I don't know how limited they'll be. Probably going to be pretty tough to get, but maybe not at that price. Who knows? How much are they? $365. That's not crazy in terms of shoes. I've seen some shoes that are fucking bonkers expensive. Yeah. Uh, for no how doubt, beautiful right? these are. And like, look at that stitching. That's really They're cool. very ornate, right? Very. Yeah. Um, that doesn't seem that wildly expensive. Um, I have... <laughs> I just wanted to show this. Fucking oh popcorn bucket. From Dune... Dean, I think we're in, in we're past the golden age of popcorn buckets. I think it got real bad with the Barbie movie and this fucking thing that could hold seven kernels of popcorn. It's still pretty and, cool though. It's kinda cool. It's it's too goofy. Now you got a fucking flashlight popcorn fucking thing that it's just terrible. Yeah, how do I get one of these? I'm asking for a friend. Right. Possibly uh, with leftover popcorn butter in there. Oh, yeah, better. so I'm buttery. Zendaya yeah. while I'm eating popcorn. Oh my god! Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I thought that on. was a joke. Honestly, I thought someone made that themselves oh, or something. <laughs> so I don't want to spend too much time on this, but Dean, I felt fancy this week, and I went to a fancy store. I had seen this ad on Instagram, and. The like a few hours later, uh, it was either Danny or Aurelis, but they had posted uh, an Instagram story at this fancy store, and I was like, "It's it's a sign. I gotta go to the store." And Dean, so I went to the rim, and Dean, can I get around a a, a, a drum roll, please? I want to show you this fancy fancy collectible that I saw at this store. I don't think I'm gonna buy it, but it was fun to go look at. And now anyone else want to do a drum roll? Anybody? I just did. I, I was trying. Well, I was no, trying. no one else is doing. I, I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to mess with the audio. Sam Gist is listening on his home theater system. Here we go. Right we got. The, oh my oh, god! <laughs> just kidding. Fuck no. <laughs> okay, so I went to Saworski, and they have these Marvel oh. and Star Wars and DC figurines. I was fucking blown away. I. I think I may have to buy the Spider-Man at some point. Like you before should definitely it goes not get this. It's you would break beautiful. this. You would no, break this one hundred percent. There's no way they had the Iron Man. They had that Black, Black Panther. Panther. Sick. They had, they had the whole. Oh they had the this Mando is beautiful because it's like in clear crystal. They had Baby Yoda. They had they had the Millennium Falcon. It was wow. amazing. You know what? I, I, just, I love us talking about things that are outside of what we normally it, do. It just got you, me you so excited. The, 
I was yeah. so excited. I, and, and the lady pulled them out and was like telling me all about them. Spider-Man it's something I favorite. never would have done. But the fact that I, you know, saw it on the ad because we were at this crystal looking at like rock, like crystal rocks. And I guess like, you know, the phone is always listening. And um, I got the ad and then I saw it and I was like, I, it's a sign. I got to go look at this. And I was blown away. I was absolutely blown away. Zach's one hundred percent that meme from that Marco shared with the guy right who was like, "I think I could do that. I, 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 I think I think I could. Uh, I think that, that's not too bad. I, I think I think I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's, I'm fine. That's it. <laughs> that's about right. There we go. Look, Danny says we went there this week too. They have Star Wars. Yeah, five hundred fifty dollars at. Yeah, I'm in the one percent now apparently. But uh, yeah, these aren't. Uh, I wouldn't buy a lot of these. But the spider the Spider Man made me feel a certain way. That How much I was have it? not felt uh, five hundred and thirty. Oh, it made me feel on the way screen there about oh, like a collectible that I haven't. I was almost in awe looking at it. I, I can't explain it. I took a bunch of videos for YouTube Shorts, so I'll probably be posting those this week. But it was just like holy shit! Like this is so like it, the the best way I can describe it. You guys should go to the store if you if you have one nearby. But the best way I could describe it is like the first time I saw Hot Toys. Like, I, I couldn't comprehend that something could look that cool. And then I saw this, and I was like, damn, that's like a whole nother level. It was really um, Sure. So my birthday's in June. If you guys are they? Uh, what are but they? But they also, they also, like, shoot up in value when they sell out. The ladies can only like, afford keep, the Grogu. If you keep the box and everything, it goes up like crazy value. I'm priced so out. So there's that. I thought that would be a much funner segment, but uh, you guys Zach's going to be on Antique Roadshow before we know it. Look, well, I like the Batman. Batman. Well, yeah, why what? didn't you show Ben the Batman? You took oh, that okay. long. I'm literally Batman. wearing the Batman sweater. Why is Catwoman on her knees, though? <laughs> <laughs> so she's swallowing a bird. Don't worry about it. I, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> they're they're about to make the Huntress, over. dude. What do you think? Is that Holy Tom shit. and Jerry? <laughs> yeah, they have Tom and Jerry. They have Holy all kinds shit. of stuff. They have the Hogwarts Look, Express. I'm telling you, there, Eddie, like... just go to the store. Don't even, you don't have to buy anything. Don't, don't tempt him like that because he's going to sell his collection again and be to. into these. Wow. We already know. Look, like, let me see. Let me just, I, I know that no one cares about this. I know that we're running long, but I thought this was like the coolest shit ever. Zach, it's what matters the most to us this week. In I know. That's why I wanted to share it. Look, they got I've, Tom I'm all for it. Rose is dope. I think it's that's dumb, sick. but hey. That's the point of the show, right? They got the Disney 100 character. Vader was on sale, 450. No shit. Oh shit. 20 percent wow. off. Cool. Or 480. Oh my God, Superman's on uh, sale. Zach would bring that to the beach with him. Zach almost got bamboozled paying retail <laughs> in the store, and they're on sale. <laughs> what the hell? Maybe He's if you show your ass, they'll give you a discount. Hey, that was one shit. time. Tell him. That was one time. <laughs> try, try use code. They also have you're an influencer. $28,000 for a diamond Spider-Man. Holy shit. If I ever... Also, I hate all of you because well, I wanted everyone to come up with crystal a... Spider-Mans or not. I, I, I didn't get the assignment, Zach, because... Yeah, none of y'all did. None of y'all... I didn't guys, because I was I like... All of you. If something's $500, I could just Oh, wait, go back, to that, go back a few <laughs> pictures, We're not also please? rich, Eddie. Wait, which <laughs> one? Can you go to... Not that one, not that one. That one right there. Okay, wow. Look, and then that kind of like gives the, me a better sense imprinted, of... Yeah, these are like, like a diamond. It's hard to explain. Holy shit. Yeah, I it, thought they were just like blown glass. Look, look at how fucking cool Whoa. this thing looks. It it genuinely, I was like, bro, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. It's dope. I it's, felt it's like cool. I was looking oh, at like the crystal skull or something. Well, you I just mean, spent $500 on He's got a crystal man. skull under that mask. Fuck you, true. <laughs> I got two for the price of one, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bamboozled. There we go. 
Oh, I didn't but even Zach, do the no, damn is, movie of the week slide. God damn it! Sorry. It is cool for us to kind of take a step back and look at, at things outside of our realm because we do see that it is all relative, right? Like we're complaining about like all these prices and everything like that, and people think that we're insane for ever paying this much for a doll. We would yeah. think that anyone would be insane for ever paying that I mean, much for this crystal thing. Literally, just a segment ago, it was like three hundred bucks for sneakers. Get out of here! And it's like, oh, crystal Spider-Man though. Six hundred dollars. That's bike a and, you know, Five hundred dollars will buy you a lot in Hong Kong. Just saying. Which which one? Wait, which Hong Kong? Huh? That remains to be seen. There you go. Either one, too. I guess. The lady said um, they shot up in value, though. So Mario said it's much said. More, much yeah. better deal. Than TJ. Not the ladies, just the price. <laughs> here we go. Uh, let me. Um, I need to. Nobody the other guy. Wait, what I, laughed, I said Mario says it's a much better deal down in TJ. because oh. <laughs> he gets a discount now. It's uh, got senior frequent flyers. Frequent flyers. Senior. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Can you combine Mario. those? Um, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Our movie of the week. Goddamn, it's got rewards points. Picks <laughs> it's got the app. <laughs> What's the crap? App. <laughs> he swipes the credit card. <laughs> uh, was the crow? Oh, Mario is not even here. The night before his wedding, musician Eric Draven and his fiance are brutally murdered by members of a violent inner city gang. On the anniversary of their death, Eric rises from the grave and assumes the gothic mantle of the crow, a supernatural avenger. Tracking down the thugs responsible for the crimes and mercilessly murdering them, Eric eventually confronts head gangster Top Dollar to complete his macabre mission i am um... wow sam that comment i didn't love this movie i also didn't hate it and i i think what ben said i think is i think the best thing i could say is that it inspired a lot of of kind of like movie tropes that we see today. Now on Amazon, they have this function, which I really enjoy watching the movie of the week with it, where uh, it's called X-ray. And so when things come up on screen, it'll say like, oh, like blank, blank, blank. So the scene where there's the flaming crow is like a very iconic thing that you see like in The Dark Knight Rises, right? When the, the flaming Batman is is um, shown on the building. The movie itself is okay. I it, It's a sad story behind it like ben mentioned you know brandon lee died during filming and the scene that he was killed for is like a blink and you miss it like i don't understand why they really cared about having bullets visible in a like third of a second flashback scene just awful i think they had already even finished most of the filming they were just doing uh small bits of filming that they needed to do but um yeah i i thought it was okay i i think it was kind of interesting that he you know I mean, he seemed just like a normal dude, except for, you know, he couldn't die until the crow was injured. Um, you know, he was talking normal. He was like, you know, remembered everybody. Um, I kind of like the idea, you know, where he was able to capture, like, the pain that his fiance had felt and kind of, like, take it from one person and pass it to another. And, I mean, it was, it was a cool movie. I just, I think, like Ben said, this is the movie that, like, everyone talks about. And I think it was, to me, like, no matter what, I don't think it was going to ever meet this perceived expectation. So, I mean, it was okay. I don't think I'd watch it again. I'm glad that I've watched it. Now I can say that I've seen it. But, uh, yeah, X-Men said, I'm glad I'm sitting down. Kind of hurt my heart a whole lot it's hearing hot, someone say I didn't love the hot crow. Take. Apparently it's a hot take. I, I love um, 
not love, but I, I'm I'm always I think very you're fascinated eat crow with, on this sack. Probably. Wow. I'm always very fascinated <laughs> with the story of uh, Bruce and Brandon <laughs> Lee's death. I think they're both incredibly tragic Hollywood <laughs> passings, and you know, uh, <laughs> Under I'm sure you love this movie. Underappreciated joke from Eddie. I was, I was good. I didn't even. Oh, eat the crow. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, God. Uh, I unfortunately did not get to watch this fucking movie. Um, my fucking internet was out for like a whole fucking day. It went out yesterday around midnight. What came about the back other on. Six days? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Eddie laughs. It's my favorite thing to make Eddie laugh. It genuinely might be my favorite thing. His laugh is so genuine. I was like, Eddie, I think I sent it to you yesterday, but that clip when we were talking about me used to play soccer, and you are like, you used to be skinny. And I was like, shut the hell up, Eddie. You've been fat your whole life. Even like you got two assholes. And you laughed so genuinely, hilariously. It, it was it was good stuff. Okay, I'm like I'm like Zach. Like we have our, our weeks cut out and it's like okay, the day before the show or the day of the show, I'm gonna sit back, watch the movie before the stream, so I have a fresh take on it. <laughs> Cuervo, if only you had a physical copy. Pretty good <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, because then when the internet finally came on, I was like, Okay, look, I'm gonna cram as much of this movie as I can in in the like hour and a half I have to watch it. It was like less than an hour by the time the internet came back on. It wasn't streaming anywhere. Um, there was yeah, it was weird. So I watched it on Prime, and I shared, like, literally when you said that it wasn't working on Prime, I was like, bro, I, I'm telling you, I don't have uh, Paramount+. Plus." Dean couldn't watch it on his Prime. I didn't quite understand what that was all about. Yeah, so it said available, and when I clicked on it, it said unavailable. But Zach watched it on his phone, so I'm thinking maybe there's, like, mobile only. I don't know. But I couldn't watch the fucking movie. So I don't also, have Also, just to put it out there, I did watch it on my phone. I don't think that's why I didn't enjoy it. I'm just um, an incredibly busy human being, so that's how I had to watch it today. So, yeah, he's assuming. A, yeah, he's a bad person. Now I'm a real yeah. content creator. Marco, Marco and I are real yeah. content creators now. So I bought so it in time to be able to buy a collectible <laughs> from it. <laughs> I was going to say... I, de no I definitely I didn't love content it. Content all day. <laughs> I definitely didn't love it to the extent that Ben did, where I ran out and tried to, you know, secure a figure right afterwards. But I, cool I thought figure. it was cool. I thought it was a cool and interesting film. I had never seen it, um, which so Ben, it was kind of a blind spot of mine as well. It kind of like sits in those like classics that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, from when we're growing up. That I don't know, like kind of a little bit of horror, a little gothic. Like maybe I was scared to watch it at a certain point when I was mm -hmm. too young. So. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was really enjoyable. It was a little bit more uh, sentimental than I thought it would be, but it makes sense given you know what we talked about with, with the actor. Um, overall, I definitely would recommend it to the audience if you haven't seen it. Um, not, not my favorite film at all, but definitely a lot of redeeming qualities. So yeah, there's I a, apologize. Tremble Dust says... Oh, did you, did you oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, uh, Tremble Dust says, oh, well, shit, uh, I don't like movie files here. You say that. Watch uh, a movie on a phone. Yeah. I, as soon as you said you were watching this on your film or phone, I was Sweet like, ah, you're not going to like this you, as much man. as I did. But uh, okay. So there's a couple things that surprised me about this film. <laughs> what? <laughs> you immediately said, <laughs> foo, 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 foo. <laughs> Don't worry about it, okay? I sometimes trip up my words because I'm excited. On this channel. You I've, I've, been, I've been ready to talk about this movie for like days, okay? Days. Um, if you guys you waited want my, 36 years for us to I, I even did a YouTube video on it. I like, I really enjoyed it. Wow. But anyways, 
I literally shameless plug, but but, but like a real creator, but, just like a real creator. There's a couple things that surprised me. So one of the first things that surprised me was some of the history, of course, of the actor, like you guys talked about. Unfortunately, he passed away during this film. What I didn't know, and you guys are going to laugh at me for this, at least the audience will, was that I didn't know that Brandon Lee was the son of Bruce Lee. I never put those two and two together. I I literally didn't know that until I did homework on this movie uh, about it. So that was a fun fact for me, really cool like the guy from the gas station? No, my God. No. And his cousin. (laughs) No. Second of all, I couldn't believe that he was buried in the ground for a year before he was resurrected. And Bro, that as, shit tripped me out. As he was coming out of the ground, I was like, oh, this guy's going to be fucking horrifying if it's been a year. And then he was like beautiful and like no degradation to his clothing, which made me laugh a little bit. But clearly he had some regenerative capabilities as we saw later yeah. in some of the in some of the scenes. Right. So that was that was fine. Um, I did think that they they let him bring his memory back a little bit too quick, considering he was brought back from the dead. I thought he would be kind of more of a ghost, like a shell of his former self. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that he would he would recall so much of his past life, or that that would be more pieced together. But not that that took away necessarily from the film. As soon as I saw Ernie Hutchinson, Hudson, Ernie. Uh, the guy from Ghostbusters. I can't remember what his last name is now. Hutchinson. Hudson. I think. Right? Hudson. Thank you. Is it Hudson or Hutchinson? Um, either way, it's not that important. Him, him and Tony Todd, amazing actors in the film. I couldn't wait to to see more of those guys. Um, then, as the movie progressed, you really do see a couple of different films within there, or at least some inspiration. So, definitely, what it felt like to me, if I was to describe this movie to somebody, it would be kind of like watching a John Wick film with the Joker at the helm with a supernatural element. Uh, there was definitely some scenes that almost feel like straight out of the Dark Knight. Clearly, they the Dark Knight took inspiration from this. But also that like tragedy tale of something devastating happening to somebody and their family member, and then the revenge of going back after them. And like it reminded me of John Wick in, in that sense. And And I didn't realize until I looked at the cast of characters and who was in, you know, involved with this film, that Chad Stileski, who's actually the body double of Brandon Lee uh, as the Crow, is also the director of the John Wick film franchise. So, like, that was a cool little Easter egg there as well. Didn't even realize Chad was in it until I, I looked up the cast after the fact. So, again, kind of a fun fact. Overall... It's an older movie, for sure. It shows its age. There's some grit to this film and like some drug use and some violence that is definitely kind of iconic to the like the late 80s, early 90s style of filmography. Like we watched Robocop last week. Some of the violence in that film uh, is just a little shocking. It's a little gritty. And this felt very gritty in the same sense. But there is that love story in there that, again, you, you root for this guy. I feel like this would have definitely rocketed Brandon Lee to the top of stardom uh, with his performance here. I thought his performance was really, really strong. He was scary, but he was like, he was funny and like similar to how I felt with watching Heath Ledger's performance of the Joker, like that little bit of uncomfort when you watch it, but you can't help, but also kind of smile. But in this sense, you also kind of root for him because you want him to mess these bad guys up for what he did uh, to him and his family members and stuff, or like his his wife or fiance, I guess. So for all of that aspect of it, I thought it was absolutely worth the watch. I was super happy I saw it um, because of the inspiration of so many other movies, in, in my opinion, after this film, it made me want to collect it because... Not only does this character feel like an iconography, like or like 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 an iconic, I should say, 
piece of movie history and film history, but also the character himself is kind of a mixture of characters I already love in media. And so it feels like seeing him in my collection also brings that kind of, I don't know, that ride to life, that the, the filmography, what's happened in history of film. Uh, and I like that. And the nineties, while it doesn't feel like that long ago for me, uh, is still what now? I mean, 40, 40 years ago, <laughs> like it's getting to that point, 30, 40 years ago now, like it's getting to the point where this was an old film and you could see that it was, but I, it made me want to go watch the crow two and three, which I've heard very mixed reviews on. So you guys let me know if that's worth my time. I would love to see the revamped uh, version of the crow, which I, I think was rumored to have one of the scars guard um, brothers in there as, as the new crow. And I think that could be really cool. So I'd really like to see that. Um, but yeah, I, again, I not only bought the figure, I even went out to, to sunrise records looking for the physical, for the physical film, uh, or disc. So, uh, worth it. Recommend it hundred percent. Absolutely no meat on the bone there, Ben. So, Oh really? Oh shit. All <laughs> that meat. Now, you know, um, I felt last week. I w- I like this movie a lot, a lot, a lot. And it's cool that all of Ben's opinions on it, like I instantly thought too. It's crazy. That's that's cool. That means that like me and Ben are are good friends. I like that we agree on so much stuff without having to say. You and I always disagree. Does that mean that we're not good friends? I don't even like you that much. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love you, man. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. All the thoughts that Ben had is literally like when I saw – Hudson too. I was like, "Oh damn, this is gonna be good." I don't know why. The second I saw him, I was like, "I like this movie." Um, and dude, Brandon Lee was awesome in it, man. And yeah, it, it makes me sad that he didn't get to do anything after this, cause like, dude, he I, he would be so prominent in movies these days. It would have been crazy to see what he would. He could have been a Joker, dude. Like he literally, I mm-hmm. yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I feel like Ledger got his inspiration from this one he literally feels like that joker um mm-hmm. his voice sounds similar like it's crazy how similar they were and i just loved how 90s it was like the action yeah. scenes felt like blade and neo to me mm-hmm. i was like it feels like when i was a kid watching movies it and uh the cast was a great cast uh, a lot of like different roles that i know some of those characters in and then um the director, he directed a couple things that I like. Uh, Gods of Egypt, um, iRobot, and Knowing. I like those movies a lot. And it's cool to see, like, I always do, like, when I like a movie, I always see what else did they direct? Because I'm sure I like other wow. things. So, but I, I liked it a lot. And I was going to make fun of Ben for buying the figure so quick after watching it. But I actually, I kind of want <laughs> the figure. So. I can't make fun of him, dude. There's even a sideshow statue of this. It's really cool, and it doesn't mm-hmm. go for that much, so it's definitely uh, feasible. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like. I I was kind of not looking forward to watching this. I know people love it, but I was like, ah, I don't know. It's not my kind of thing. But it actually is cool. It almost has like a Spawn feel to it too, like mm-hmm. yeah. how he's dead and comes I meant back, to and then uh, Spawn. another thing. Um. The crow aspect is cool because that's kind of like a Viking thing. Like mm. a, a warriors die on the battlefield and the crow kind of carries their spirit to uh, Valhalla or or uh, the crow is what symbolizes Odin coming to watch them on the battlefield. Mm. So I, I thought that was cool. Uh, so, yeah, I think I, I enjoyed this a lot and well, I will definitely watch it again. I, 
Well, and to add to that, Eddie, too, like I liked that, like kind of like you said about the crow, that while this is the crow for this particular movie, the crow can be for anybody, anybody who's been wronged the way that he was wronged, that requires some level of return and revenge. The crow can be there for that for that person, which means the crow could be any of us, right? You could, if if you're wronged this way, the crow could come for you and give you the ability to it's, make a bad situation right. And I thought that was a really cool aspect of it. And one thing that's uh, that I like that I thought about while watching it is like, I know we all talk about like how 80, 80s movies are so amazing and like action heroes and everything. There's a lot of cool nineties movies, man. I would like to have a nineties shelf. Dude, and have some crazy, yeah, yeah. some cool uh, characters from stuff I like on there. Mm-hmm. Three ninjas. Sorry. What about you, Batfish? Uh, you get a chance I, to see it? I was too young when this came out for it to be like on my radar until I was much older, and I haven't seen it. Yeah, I was late to the uh, to the, uh, the to the show, so I didn't know, uh, mm-hmm. have a chance he to. Answered but... the call because we didn't know if we we're gonna have Dina Marco, so yeah, but no problems. Sounds anyway. interesting. I've always wanted to check it out. Mm-hmm. Our fans choice vote is in the chat. Uh, we'll end it right at the end of the show, but we got Highlander, Starship Troopers, Howard the Duck, and Point Break. I think we've done Starship Troopers before, but it's been Howard a while. the Duck would be amazing. Yeah, so go ahead and vote for that. Um, and let's see here. Uh, this was our movie of the week that we just did, and Braveheart for next episode. So the oh fans' choice would That's be the such week a after. long freaking movie. <laughs> oh you got seven days. How long then. is it, Dean? You better start it today, buddy, because your internet's gonna go out in three days for <laughs> sure. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, can you get eat the fattest part of my? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he can't eat gluten. So, oh, cross contamination, bro. Wow. Oh my god, it's the juiciest part. Um, yeah, give a quick shout out to the Patreonies. Oh, Kevin's early. Give a quick shout out to Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valserino, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Guest, Daminator, Joel Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer. Six Guns, Figs, Billy Badfish, Toy Cartel, Sweet Sweet, Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krett, Big Old Fern, Cesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin, Bomonsky, Rick DiGregorio, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Irwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Two Cothery, Watt, Derek B, Aries Portillo, Alvin J, Aurelis Delgado, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Stephen Perger, Sean Usevi, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. What a bunch of wow. angels. Wow. Uh, ben says my internet is definitely going to cut out before the next Tuesday for this movie. I got three wow. hours. <laughs> Our January, February Patreoni benefits. We have the Mark Pearson Collector of the Year sticker and the D&D Mind Flayers web sticker. I believe we should be back to playing this Saturday, but we shall confirm that and make an announcement uh, if we are. Uh, God damn, three hours. Take a look at the Patreons, uh, Patreonis, rather. Uh, we have the hot seat for $5, is the digital tier for seven fifty. the sweet angel tier 
Uh, you get access to our stickers and the Ox After Dark replay, which is, I think, 204 episodes at this point. The Certified Crispy $15 tier and the $25 What a Guy tier for figure fix assistance and Pog Deluxe sets. Uh, we do... Um, gosh, totally lost my train of thought. Uh, we should be announcing the next uh, set of stickers here soon. But I did... Um, I've heard back from a few people, but uh, if you got your last uh, batch, which would have been the episode 300 sticker, please let me know because... I've only heard from a few, and... Uh, I still need one. Oh, we're all out. Uh, YouTube channel members, mm. we have... No, I'm just kidding. I think I have... Order more. Oh, I have a sticker for you, by the way. Wow. We have uh, Absolute Irwin, Alvin J, Andrew Gibo, Benjamin Hanson, Big Ol' Ferna, Bob Dylan, CC3PO, Chris V, CT603, DJ Daminator, Doc Smizzle, uh, Equan, Fat Batman, Gare Bear, Good Old Spotchka, um, Gotham Cenobites, Justin Sports Cards... Um, LV Avenger 702, Mark Pearson, Mike Litteris, Money Mendez, OG Fan, OMFG Rick, One Six Figure Focus, Paul Schreiber, Phil the Fool, S Beam, Sam Gist, Scar and Lord, SpongeBob Squareballs, Sunnyvale Rust, The Ben Thomas Show, and Toy Mafia. Yeah, Corvo, I know you said you never got, you told me to hold it for this cycle, and I was going to mail your package, and then I had to hold it back, so I have to find your old letter in my stack of uh, stuff and, and put it back. But I will. Get yours out this uh, probably tomorrow or, or um, Thursday. But uh, yeah, I mentioned in the chat. I'm not sure if you saw it earlier. Uh, we have uh, for the membership Patreon, he starts at 99 cents and 2.99 for the peanut gallery. The um, vintage says, I also love to see the two best picks in the lead. There we go. Uh, we also have T Public if you want to support us and uh, wear our swag. We have lots of different uh, logos, some of the more funny ones, some of our classic show logos. Be sure to check those out. And as far as the shows go, um, is this the um, Small Talk Week? Dean, do you know? Does anybody know? Yep. Batfish? Okay, Small Talk this week on Thursday. Um, OFAC, they've switched to monthly. Uh, just There's not a lot of news coming out with Chinese New Year and everything, and they don't want to kind of bore you guys with stuff that uh, isn't super exciting. Uh, we have Question of the Week every Sunday. Um, I will likely be moving my weekly uploads to Saturday. I, did, I, I knew Brenton was on Sundays, but that way we kind of have the content spaced out a little bit more better. Uh, so uh, the uploaded content, the, the real content, as I like to call it, uh, that'll be on uh, Saturday about 12 o'clock. Um, Ox Plays, I literally spent from 11 p.m. Sunday night to 5 a.m. Monday morning trying to fix Ox PD, and I got it to work. So, in theory, we could be playing that, too. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Mind Flayers Web, the Baldur's Gate D&D Let's Play, that should be coming back this Saturday. Uh, After Dark tomorrow at 10.30, and I don't know when we're doing Bricks and Brews, but uh, apparently that's still a thing. I, I have no idea when that's happening. Um, yeah, back up that Ox PD. It was, uh, it was terrible. But, uh, yeah, do we have any uh, shout-outs that we want yeah i just wanted to give another shout out to oilers workshop he gave me he sent me some some stickers so i got these for you zach oh sent let me me see. two of each oh i want to send oilers i want to send you some stickers um if if you want oilers you can send me your address and i can send you some stickers uh no problem i there. have his address on the box he shipped me just i to you I, <laughs> you could do that but i will say I, in the past i offered to send him something and he's he politely was like you know it's okay but so if you want me to send you some stickers i got you bro I got yeah you. let's send them a, let's send a swag bag yeah. but yeah i'll have i'll have these for you he sent me extras so Thanks. um yeah again great guy 
sent me a figure he absolutely didn't have to um i've been enjoying his content i was hanging out with him on a uh, uh he was just doing a hobby stream where he was making a diorama it was fun i just had him on on my headphones i had the chat going and i was drawing and it was a fun time so he's got a good content over there if you guys want to check him out yeah. if you're not already uh, please vote right we need there. a tiebreaker for this yeah, uh, poll Starship Troopers and Point Break are tied, so someone go Ooh, vote. Ooh, either one, that's going to be good. Break the tie, please. Someone right now. Hey, shout out to everyone that was in the chat tonight. Really good, engaging comments. Um, and then I want, this might be che- cheating, but shout out to everyone here on this panel. I think we had a really good conversation with the Priced Out. I think that was like one of the most articulate segments we've done. I almost would be in favor of you just cutting that out and posting it. Because, yeah, I just thought it was a really fun conversation um, and some really good points. Someone grab me the uh, the times and I'll, I'll cut it out and hmm. run it. Uh, I think Marco Thursday. should do it because he offered. Fuck, so. forget I said it in a green. Shout out to the cool people who told me to watch The Crow and to make it a pick for my movie of the week because I really enjoyed that. It was That was a, that was a cool selection. So thank you to everybody who reached out to me privately to, to get me to get that on there. Uh, and then let's get nuts. We we uh, took uh, this past Sunday off because of some of the important football games getting ready for Super Bowl. Uh, however, Sunday, uh, this coming week, let's get nuts. We'll be back with our 35th episode already, which is insane that we've already had 35 live shows uh, over on the Ben Thomas show. So if you missed it, tune in. We'll be back on Sunday. All right. Uh, looks like Starship Troopers won 33%. Point Break, 28%. Howard the Duck, 23%. Highlander, 14%. Starship Troopers because Denise Richards in the shower. No, she's not in the shower scene, she's is she? Shower. No, you mm, get the other one. That's not bad. Pretty good. She's pretty amazing. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Uh, I got a good story for that movie when we uh, when we get there. Wow, yeah, now I'm excited. <laughs> um, shout out to Badfish stepping in last minute. I know you're kind of struggling right now might be getting sick but uh yeah i'm fading fast i got like chills coming on or something oh, so man. oh man what a trooper case, bro thanks for stepping um, in to get you healthy shout out to one more canadian i'll be going it's to sleep james soon. it's james collie's birthday today wow Ooh, nice. Happy birthday, buddy. Oh, nice shout out james yeah. it was Having danny's birthday uh, last week too. In a while, so. yeah. yeah but danny happy birthday is he really moving to dallas is that a real thing no he was he was messing around danny died. so he's hosting oxcon in dallas this year, then that's what's right. right. I can make that announcement as long as there's uh, no fire hide. <laughs> Drinks, I'm okay. Yeah, you'll bring the fire. Wow, hide. anyways. Um, wow, that's a hilarious. Ben <laughs> took me a second to get that. If you know, uh, you know, anyways. We love you guys, and uh, yeah, I'm Zach, I'm Dean, I'm Marco, I'm Ben, I'm Eddie, I'm Batfish. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Jumbo, baby. Thank you.